0: everybody welcome into the show how you doing welcome in oh man the month is over could it have happened a moment too soon Welcome in, one and all. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And we are here to hang out with y'all and talk about the thingies that are happening. Let's uh, kick it off with the Talking Trek server sound off. You guys go ahead and hit it here. Sir Tail is kicking us off on server 36, Noon Whistle on server 29. Deuces wild. On server 17, Star Fox on 146, Double Don on 134, we are Venom on server 139. What's up, Jux? How you doing on server 187? Killer Angel on server 130, Dirty, uh, Dirty Bird Bill on server 15, appreciate you being here. Suarez on 157, Scratchy on 14, Ghost Rider on server Shady Pines on 27 to 29. Welcome into the show. Shinkin Shobu. Greetings from server 159 in Barcelona. Thank you for being here. Maximum Hunter Dude on server 28. DJ Girl on server 8. Ben Phillips on server 35. Shapeshifter Cookie on server 121. Lots of European servers in here. And I'm loving it. I'm loving it all. What's up? Appreciate you guys. Killer Angel on server 130. Short says pick me, pick me on server 29. Ash the Destroyer on server 43, Yawning Angel on 157. Mothership on server 36. Dulce Tiberius on 52. Mikey from the European server, 153. Royal Power on 36. Big Smiley, server 9. Thelonious Squirrel also on server 9. Kinshadow on server 74. Juvie on server 60. Blue Mandalorian on server 8. Clap and a Kirk on 9. Demo in the Belfry on server 14. Darius Rex on 34. Walker on server 42. Aquila Hawk on 21. Cookie on 55. Shell Doom on server 26, Ginmore on 27, Killer Angel on server 130, and we appreciate each and every single one of you for being here. My name is Ultimate DJs, welcoming you in to the stage of Talking Trek Live, where we've got uh, on another, another 188 messages in the Talking Trek server sound off, and 301, well, now 299, members in our live studio audience. Thank you guys so very much. My name is Ultimate DJs. Appreciate you guys all being here. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about today, including the majestic return of the one and only, the most elusive officer in the game, the one that has been locked behind the vault for the longest time in this game. Ladies and gentlemen, Rare Tau is finally in the game, and his timing is suspect, Karkin. It is an interesting time, Towel to finally be released in the game. It kind of makes you wonder how long has this officer actually been fixed. Uh, Karkin, welcome into the stage. How are you, my friend? You good? Yeah, good? I'm good. Oh, Tal. I woke up a little early just in time. Well, I just appreciate you. Time. I appreciate you being here. Also on our stage today from Server 45, Putz is here. And, uh, you know, Karkin, I would probably have to guess that both you and Putz, you guys sound off here, this is an officer that's come back to the game that I'm going to be willing to bet neither of you have. Is that, uh, is that correct? No, I yeah. did
1: not get him when he originally came out.
0: Yeah, my, uh, me neither. I, I don't have him either. Putz, you, do you own the elusive towel?
1: No, no. no me neither. Uh, not at all.
0: No, yeah, me neither. Well, Interesting. When did he
1: time. come out? When he Was was oh, he gosh. with that first one with Harrison, or was he before Harrison? Pretty
2: sure he I'm was, remember he was, he was in that time. event store. Wasn't he that Harrison time
0: happened. four years ago? Dragon Keeper says that this officer, well, I mean, wasn't he, wasn't he pretty much an original day one officer then? I mean, and he was, he was in the carousel, but just never, you know? Yeah. Since the very it's beginning. has been
3: around forever, but nobody's ever had him. Nobody. Well,
0: well there's been a few. There's a couple, a couple I out there. there. <laughs> there's a few of them out there, Handy. I Be- just
4: can't remember how he was first acquired.
1: Event store. Whether it was event store.
0: or if it was purchase. He was in an event store. He was released with Harrison in that first event store, the one that will uh, forever live in the back of our minds. That was the Separatist Bosses, uh, the Separatist Ark event store. That's where he came. Looter says, I chose not to buy. Me too. Hugo says he was in the event store for about 15 minutes. Yeah, I didn't get him during that 15 minutes. Uh, From server 34, Handy is on our stage today. Handy, are you lucky enough to own the elusive towel? I am. Oh, you got him. Now, did you buy him or did you get him like years ago? in that event story. i
3: actually just bought them i'm not even sure why i think it was just the fact <laughs> that i didn't get them years and years ago and it was a missing spot you know what Three of officers and i'm like i'm buying them skirt. you know
0: <laughs> here's the thing that is why i've got such a strong listen my, I, i've got feelings in my gut we all get gut feelings right we've got those gut feelings and i gotta tell you something smells fishy about the release of Tao. All right. I, I'm just – I mean, I'm i am diving down that rabbit hole today. All right. Oh, Snake Eye says it was Mirror Mirror, um, which that would have come after Separatist. Just throwing that out there. That would have come after Separatist uh, was Mirror Mirror. So maybe not quite the same time as Harrison, but certainly a long time. You guys remember how long has it been uh, since the ISS Jellyfish came out? Well, that was Mirror Mirror. So maybe – Actually, a little closer to three years ago for some of you guys, because Mirror Mirror came out only a couple of months before the launch of G4. As a matter of fact, if you remember, the ISS Jellyfish was released as the "quote unquote" transition ship into G4. So uh, that uh, it's been that long, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you, its timing, handy for me, is extremely suspect. Okay, because of the exact thing that you just said. He's one of the few officers that I don't have. I got him just to to fill that gap. And, you know, that makes me wonder. We see the return of reputation packs. We see the return of the quote-unquote, they've been renamed, but the winter special packs. And, And even a week later... As uh, Scopely had announced that they were not going to release the Interceptor pack in an effort to keep everything balanced from last month, where everything did come with the, you know, everything came for Interceptors. This month was supposed to be about battleships and explorers. They even threw a survey pack in there. And then here this week, Handy, we see the Interceptor pack. Now, if you're an Interceptor owner, that may be good news for you, okay? But it really rubs me the wrong way right? It actually, truthfully, I, I'm sorry if you're an Interceptor owner. I am too. I am an Interceptor owner, okay? And and we talked about this last week. I wasn't offended that it wasn't here because the other ship types were, and last month they weren't. But I tell you, it's it, it rubs me the wrong way. I'm very, very fussy about this today. And and I've made it. I've made it really clear. Now, if you're an interceptor owner, fine. You know what? Listen, they made it available. If you want it, get it. Blah blah blah. That's all fine. Okay. I'm not necessarily talking about that. It shouldn't be right for you to be able to get that pack. I, what? I, I just. I got a real problem with the inconsistency here, Handy. And I find everything to be extremely. May- maybe I'm just. <laughs> Maybe I'm just uh, feeling grumpy. Maybe I'm just feeling, you know, uh, paranoid. But I find all of this to be super suspect. Like, can I just ask community, let me just just rip this Band-Aid off. Throw it up in the chat. How long do you think Tal has actually been fixed? I mean, just seriously, just just throw it out there. How long has Tal actually been fixed? And they were just like, you know what? We're just going to hang on to that one for a rainy day. You know, we're we're just going gonna to slide that one into the vault and we're going to wait till a time where we really need it so that we can come out and, and make a bunch of money off players like handy. <laughs> you know, I just I mean here here's the thing. Even if even if even if it was fixed in the last couple of days, all right. And and that's fine. I'm willing to admit that possibility. Why now? Why now? We've been asking for this officer for three and a half years, four years, two years, however, however long it's been since he was ganked. Is he, he right? fixed, though? Why now? Well, he is different, all right? We can see that maybe he is different. Uh, we can, uh, you can argue as to whether or not he's fixed. He certainly has potent abilities. We're going to talk about that today. Um, but it's not the same potent ability that he had last time. Okay, so uh, we we are going to talk about what Tal does today. That is one thing that we're going to break into. But uh, first, I need a chuckle. Do you guys need a chuckle? I need a chuckle. Ladies and gentlemen, live from all across across the world, it is time for a little bit of Stupid News headlines. We're going to get you guys chuckling a little bit today because there ain't a heck of a lot else to chuckle about, in my humble opinion. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Talking Trick Stupid News. Stupid Stupid
5: News!
0: All right, let's get into the news. Let's get into the news. An estimated price list published by the US currency auctions agency suggested, get this guys, suggested that some $2 bills out there could be worth actually hundreds or maybe even thousands of dollars. So yes, listen, when you get home, go check to see if you have any in that, in that pile of cash that you hide from your spouse. All right. yeah see if you got any two dollar bills how many of you guys got two dollar bills from like your grandparents when you were growing up see that used to be a christmas gift like and from my grandparents my granddad was a currency collector he used to give me a two dollar bill every single christmas i mean and, and a box of chocolate covered cherries that's what i got <laughs> that that was that was a two
1: dollar bill in my wallet right now
0: do you really there. It's not American, yeah. So, yeah, there's a $2 bill. You can still get them. Well, you're probably not going to get this one. There are apparently two circul- uncirculated $2 bills from the year 1890. Two uncirculated bills from the year 1890 that are currently valued at over $4,500, whereas for the most of us, $4,500 is actually worth about $2 right now. <laughs> That's right. Most of, our, most of our money is not worth anything right now. The Artist Zoo in Amsterdam was taking uh, sustainability to a new level this week. Uh, it has taken sustainability to a new level this week as they've created a park bench made of 65% elephant dung and 35% recycled plastic. <laughs> it's the perfect place to sit down and relax if you're having a crappy day. <laughs> that's funny they made a park bench out of poop Chloe Kardashian is in the news and been slapped with a lawsuit by her former household assistant who claims he was fired after taking a leave of absence following a leg injury the guy missed six months of work due to his injury and was terminated as a result but you'd think honestly you'd think the Kardashians would be a little bit more compassionate because they've never done six months of real work in their entire lives <laughs> yeah, take a six months off should have been a little bit more understanding. South Korea's fertility rate, already the world's lowest, has dropped yet again in the latest setback to the country's efforts to boost its declining population. In an effort to get South Koreans to engage with each other more frequently, officials are actually asking people to stop getting married. <laughs> uh, Kristen Cavallari. Thank you. Kristen Cavallari has revealed uh, quote, a lot of married men have tried to ask her out since her split with former quarterback Jay Cutler. Sometimes these nefarious individuals chase after double D's, but who knows they went after D listers. <laughs> 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 who was Kristen Cavallari again? I don't even know who that is. This is a funny story. I read it because it was a sports joke. It was Jay Cutler. Anyway, uh, okay. <laughs> where's Arian? Where's Arian? A California band whose 3.97-inch tongue earned him a Guinness World Record. He claimed he has found an unusual way to put his unique muscle to work. Uh Uh-huh. Painting. Painting, yes. Which is not what anyone was expecting me to say or Arian was wanting to hear. Uh, the (laughs) The man made an appearance on a TV program and showed how he wraps his tongue in plastic wrap and dipping it in paint using and then using it to draw on a canvas. They're calling him (laughs) Licolangelo. I think a better name would be Pablo Licasso. You get it? Licasso? This is funny. Oh, that's good. All right, finally, sporting news. After wide receiver Robert Woods was cut this week by the Tennessee Titans, he he tweeted the word free, Karkin. Definitely, seemingly, probably a little sarcastic, but you can't blame him for being excited about leaving that franchise and potentially joining a real NFL team. Ladies and gentlemen, that is your Stupid News. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, good. I like it. Thank you, Karkin. appreciate I it. it. Uh, maybe maybe not my absolute best work, but I'm going to go with it. <laughs> I'm going to go with it there. Whew, thank you guys so very much. All right, so let's talk about Tao. I don't know where Bubba is. Bubba was wanting to come in here today. Because he has he has stark opinions on on what's going on with Tao. All right, um, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm I'm jaded. All right, and and I, let, let me just let me just begin. Let me just begin with this. I've had a really rough week, Karkin. It, it's not been a good week for those of you who have watched some of our other content. I, I've kind of briefly, very briefly, just kind of discussed that that my, uh, in my real life and my family, we've, got, we've got, we got things going on in the real world that, that are just stressing me the heck out, okay? That being said, I've not played the game a great deal uh, over the last uh, couple of days, and, and that coupled with what was going on in the middle of the arc building, the studio, it's just, you know, I, I said uh, a week or so ago, Karkin, I've been a bad content creator this month. Somebody even mentioned, yeah, you haven't done much on YouTube. No, I haven't. I haven't done much of anything, really, to be honest with you. I, I've tried to keep up, but i got a million things going on, and, uh, and, and it's just not been a real good week. For that reason, I'm grumpy. I'm tired. I have no patience. And, uh, and, and that has been uh, evidenced, I think, this past week. I, I actually apologized to one particular Scopely staffer. Um, because I I was really like, I just, I just, I went, um, I went a little bit, uh, berserk might be the right word. I just, I have very little tolerance. I have very little tolerance for, for crappy decision-making right now. Okay. I I just, it's not there. It's not in me. I have low tolerance for, for crappy implementation. I have low tolerance for poor, reality perception kind of implementation I, I, d- d- I am i the only one am i the only person that is actually pissed off that tal is fixed right now at this moment and and i know that's going to sound crazy it's going to sound crazy but am i the only person i mean fine he's fixed good it's taken way too long okay and and whether or not he's fixed is arguable Okay, I mean, d- d- listen. W- we'll talk about this, all right? Whether or not the "quote unquote" the air "quote quote" thing is he fixed, we'll talk about what he's doing and how it's different than what he used to do. That being said, i I find it, I find it frustrating that that in a month, so surrounded by. Hmm, lack of attention to detail, poor technical implementation, a a number of engineering bugs that have actually affected players to a great degree. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know that I still have an active ticket for a player who still can't get into the game after the the game center bug? Handy. I mean, that happened on February the 21st. Today is February the 26th, and I still have tickets for players who are not in the game. That's a week. It's six days. All right? I've got other tickets from a player who just got back into the game yesterday. Well, say bye-bye to your battle pass. Say bye-bye to your overflow. Say bye-bye to, what, 1,500 or more? Dabo tokens, all right. how much is that equaling for, for you? I mean, we're, we're talking massive, massive rewards. We're talking if, if this player was out for six days, that's a third of the arc. It's a third of the entire arc. You know, I find that to be wholly unacceptable, irresponsible, and plain out ridiculous. But we had time to fix tau. If indeed he was actually fixed now, be perfectly honest with you. I find this to be one of those Disney vault kind of things handy. Let's you know, how long has he been fixed? Who knows a day, a week, a month, a year. Let's just throw him away until we need a payday. You want to make money? Fine. I get that. How about we make money like, you know, an intelligent way? instead of a deceptive and coy and crap way, all right? Moreover, you didn't even communicate the changes that you made to Tau. You just said, quote unquote, he's fixed. Some players who know about the history of Tau might have actually purchased this officer, kind of excited about what he used to be able to do, but he doesn't do that anymore. JB is an example in the chat, who says Tau is actually nerfed. Well, compared to what he used to do, that's accurate. All right. However, not unreasonable, JB. All right. For example, the hull ability. This is what everybody's is, is screaming about. The hull ability, it regens. Now, JB, I I hear what you're saying. I'm going to read your comment. He says the hull ability regenerates. It's not worth it. It's taking pebbles away for free to play. It's no burn. Now, you know what? I do hear what you're saying. But I kind of feel like as a very large Percentage of high ops level player probably wanted that adjustment. Jug says you can't PvP with it anymore. I disagree. All right? I do think that there's a way, but I also think that the same reason that that the whole quote-unquote birding thing with the ounces was taken away is the exact reason that it wasn't reintroduced with this officer. Let's talk about what tau used to do, Handy. All right? Well, you... Does anybody on the panel have him from back in the day? Mark, do you have Tow from three years ago? Uh, I don't have him from three years ago. I, I did just get him, though. Oh, you're one of those. You're one of those. Scopely thanks you, sir. Yeah, All it's right. the FOMO thing.
2: <laughs> I <laughs> Scopely knew, I thanks knew you. it was a cash I'm drive. not, not going to go through the Harrison
0: thing ever again, so that's where I'm at. There you go. All right. I um, lost him that time, and that was a big mistake. Here's, here's what Tow used to do. OK, what Tal used to do is is that you would strip the hole in a battle with burning and uh, the hole would stay gone. All right. So it actually was um, death by a million cuts right like that's what it used to be able to do death by a million cuts if you use the Rialta, which is the same thing as what the P- uh the Rialta pvp burn was okay it was the same kind of thing that was removed for reasons that were shared well naturally they weren't going to bring back an officer that did the exact same thing as a matter of fact that's exactly right tau was a yuki but for hull okay well, let me ask. All right, just from from an objectivity standpoint, because trust me, I'm I'm not very pro Scopely today. But from a from an objectivity point of view, does that make sense? Does it make sense? Yuki puts the shield back. Like in a battle log, you see how much Yuki has stripped. All right, but then afterwards, Yuki goes back. All right. What about Leslie? Leslie works the exact same way, except it's opposite. Right. Does Leslie let you keep all of that hole that you gained after your battle is over? I mean, we've seen realities out there with a billion hole. Does that stay after the battle? It does not, okay? We look at Michael, Michael Burnham, all right? Go all the way back to the original days when you didn't have max stats and you looked at Kirk, Okay. You looked at Kirk and Morale. How many of you guys, way back in the day, actually showed and were confused or needed explanation on battle logs where you would win and then die? Like, you would win in the battle log, but then your ship was blown up. You guys remember this? Okay? So, yes, I, I objectively do not disagree with what Tal is doing. After the battle, that stuff goes back. It always has. Okay? And yes, I don't disagree that Shields regen, regardless of Yuki, but that's still not how it works. I mean, you've got countless other examples. You've got Kirk and Morale. You do have Yuki. You've got Leslie uh, from the opposite perspective. This stuff makes sense. Okay? And, and for those of you saying that Shields regen, I get that. All right? But Shields regen slowly. Okay? They build back up. As a matter of fact, there's research to make that go faster. Okay, so but what happens immediately after a Yuki battle? The shields are put back. That is just a mechanic in this game. Whether or not you want to agree with it or not, it is what it is. I'm not actually that fussy about that particular piece of the mechanic. All right, I'm not because it's it's precedent. It happens with every other of these times of modified shield or hull type abilities. What about here? Here's another good example. What about damage boost? You guys saw Jonathan Ingram's Rialta destroy my minor this past week. What if, until that Rialta dies, it keeps that damage boost? Does that make sense? Does it make sense? Of course it doesn't make sense. Okay? No, Dragon Keeper, it doesn't make sense. No, Z-Brandt, it doesn't make sense. The the battle is over. The abilities cease. Okay? Just like an Exocomp. Sure, kind of.
2: All right. Yeah. Well, once you win the battle, it's, not, you don't keep that ability, even if there's a timer on it, uh, well, except for the, 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 uh, the Armada one. Yeah,
0: that's a little different because the, the timer would eventually well, expire. All right. Yeah. But I, I, I guess if you were going to try to draw an example to an exacomp, it would be like the timer being active and then the timer not being active. Okay? Mm. So So to be perfectly honest with you, I'm not as offended by that, to be perfectly frank. All right. As a matter of fact, I'm sure the majority of VIP community, the majority, not all, are probably not unhappy about that particular piece of thing because it does, in fact, remove the death by a million cuts. You know, Scopely has been very, very uh, roadblocking of a G3 or G4 ability to, to punch up, right? Like that was the whole big fuss about the Rialta burn. That was the humongous fuss. That was the fight. That was the big screaming thing is that, that I would be able, with a couple of my friends, right, Karkin, Handy, Putt, I would be able to gather up a few friends with Burning on a Rialta, and we could eventually take down that Sanctus, right? We could. We could eventually destroy the Sanctus. 1% of current hull. All right, with a Rialta. Well, that was stopped because, according to Scopley. It doesn't make logical or narrative sense, all right? But we all know what that was, all right? And, and I don't think that most of the VIPs are still unhappy that that happened. Here's the thing. With Tao. that's why his hull— uh, First of all, that's not why, but that is certainly a narrative reason why the hull regens. It eliminates that death-by-a-million-cuts perspective. If the hull is returned, which, by the way, is normal for all of these other types of abilities— If the hole returns, what does that incentivize? JB, let me ask you. You say it's lame, and and I don't disagree from your perspective. But what does it do? Let's look at the mechanic. If if all the ability of that battle returns after the end of battle, what do you have to do? If you're going to take advantage of Tal, what do you have to do? In that battle. No. You guys are killing me. I mean, pay money. Yeah, that's obviously a thing. Have burning. Yes, we're talking about using Tao. All right. You guys are are slightly missing my point. Thank you, Snake Eyes. Yes, you have to win. You have to win in that battle. This was not meant as a two-tap mechanic. All right. Which is what you guys are wanting. Right? That's what I'm seeing. All the anger and all the frustration regarding Tao. Everybody who says that he's been nerfed, if, if, if you were looking for the death by a million cuts mechanic, then yes, you're correct. He has been, quote unquote, nerfed. He's changed. He's not the same. He is exactly like the Rialta burn was, and it's been removed. Spock Monkey says, but, 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 DJ, I want a 10 shot of Sanctus with my Rialta. Scopley says, no. So did the VIPs. And do you blame them? Now, now that is a whole different controversy, not that we are going to explore today, all right? I'm not getting into a, to a VIP versus, versus free-to-play conversation today. It is what it is, but there's precedent, okay? There's precedent for this. The death-by-a-million-cuts mechanic has been eliminated nearly at every single turn, Mark, every single time, and, and this is, again, a conversation I don't want to super dive into, but every time the community comes up with a way to try to fight back, it's, it's squashed. Okay? You guys can take that particular perspective however you want, but every single time the community finds a way to try to fight back, they're squashed by the establishment. <laughs> All right? We're, we're being held back. All right, the people are being controlled. It's the mind The is not controlled. returning. All right? You guys are not getting Return the Burn. It's just, I mean, it's been years now. All right? It's absolutely, uh, this is a, a, the, the exact same argument as the original complaint with the to Burn. Now, to be perfectly frank, I do know a fair number of VIPs who are still disappointed that this particular change was hap- happened, okay? I do. I know. I know a number of VIPs that are disappointed because there were other applications. Now these applications require you to kill the target in that battle. That's not necessarily a wildly unreasonable expectation, okay? It's really not. I mean, I understand we want two-tap or ten-tap or a hundred-tap mechanics. It's not really – there's not a whole lot in this game that allows that. Even the new Armada targets, right? Even the brand-new Armada targets, they eliminate the double-tap mechanic. What's the most recent significant target in this game that allows multi-tap mechanics? Anybody? Capital traders. I, you say capital traders. Okay. That, that could be, I don't think that's the most recent one. Oh, recent. Yeah. I don't think that's the recent one. Yeah. Vengeance. I'm going apex. All right. Apex, which is about six months old. What about before that? What about before that? Uh, retro says expansion cubes can be two (laughs) tapped. That's super expensive, but it can be, it can be. That's true. All right. I kind of go back to exchange to be perfectly honest with you. I go back to exchange. K twenty one says assaults. No, not actually. I mean, I guess kinda technically, but not really. You you actually get paid for losing. You get paid for losing. That's right, Carbonas can do it. All right, where the damage stays. Let me let me ask any of you guys. If you strip, let's let's say okay, I am gonna go back to I'm gonna go back to exchange. Because there's one particular target out there. There's one particular target out there where, for example, all you guys saying, well, shields regen, shields regen. Do they? 100% of the time. <laughs> there are exchange targets where the shields don't regen. All right. What about swarm? Good. Swarm armadas. Good. Different targets have different mechanics in this game. That's always going to be the thing. And, and if we you know want everything to be the same, we're going to get super bored like most of us already are. We even got new content this month, and I'm still bored out of my freaking mind. All right? JB, that's that's exactly the point. Swarm doesn't have shields, so that mechanic is different. Mechanic is different. When it comes to Tal, let's talk about what he's actually doing. All right? Let me tell you now what Tal is doing as of today's date. When you unlock Tal and you decide to use Tal in a... In a battle, whether it's PvP, PvE, Armadas. Uh, well, by the way, he doesn't work in Armadas. All right. Or at least, does he? He was on the list. All right. He was on the list of abilities that were disabled in Armadas. Is that still the case? Because who knows? All right. Thank you. Darius says he confirmed does not work in Armadas. So, PvE, PvP. Let's take a look. Are you guys using him? Are you guys using him for the uh, captain's ability? Joker says PvP only. You're incorrect, actually. It does work in PvE, just not Armadas. He is working in PvE, which actually is why everybody is buzzing about him right now. All right? Right, Mark? Right, Handy? You guys wanted him. Now you want to know why to use him. Well, he does have an ability. All right? He he has actually a very strong ability. As a matter of fact, this officer has successfully or not... Been pretty much completely transformed, hasn't it, Handy? This guy used to be a pretty significant PvP thing, although not really. He still had some significant PvE implications, did he not? A.K.A. Scouts. A.K.A. Armadas. Had some pretty big uses back in the day.
2: But today... and make Scouts better is, is good for me.
0: Today, as of right here and right now is he technically a pvp officer folks let me just ask very quickly just by a raise of hands by a demonstration in the chat is he a pvp officer for most of you balabomb says yes i don't know about all that zebren says no hunter dude says no dragon keeper says no air raid and k21 says no mud says no killer ab says no all right can he function in pvp yes Are there newer and better options for PvP today? Also, yes. Yep. All right. Back in the day, I may have argued that he was a very, very viable PvP officer. He's not today. All right. Does he work? Does he do what he says he does? Yes. Let's take a look at the captain's maneuver. When fighting battleships, Tal increases weapon damage of the ship by 20%. That's pretty interesting, isn't it? Is that why you guys are all clamoring? Mark, is that why you and Handy bought this officer immediately this morning? And you probably didn't buy the $50 pack. You probably bought the $100 pack. Am I right? Am I right? right. Yeah. I I bought four. I bought the 50. Oh, did you? Okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah.
3: Okay. I just wanted the unlock. It was just FOMO.
0: Because it, was, it was because the captain's ability excites you, right?
3: <clears throat> I I'm intrigued.
0: I haven't even tried it yet, but He's I mean, intrigued. He's intrigued for the officer ability. So he doesn't even know I'm trying to bait him into a corner. All right. Oh, uh, you probably are <laughs> It's not the captain's yeah. ability at all. It was the no. officer, wasn't it? It's the officer ability. Let's read this. As long as the opponent's ship is burning, Tal decreases its hull health by five percent each turn. Holy smokes. All right, there's another officer in this game that we absolutely love. We use her all the time. We talk about how great things, the great things that she can do. We talk about all the amazingness that can happen with this officer. Who is she? She's also an original day one officer. You got it, Six Flash. Her name is Yuki. Her name is Yuki. All right, we've talked about her in the bold defense Handy. We've talked about her in base cracking mechanics. Yuki can, with the proper combinations and the proper combinations, can render your base extremely difficult to get into. Not impenetrable, but certainly fortified. Right? Certainly pretty daggone difficult. That is the exact same mechanic. Exact same mechanic that we're getting right here with Tal. As long as the opponent's ship is burning, town decreases hull health by 5% per turn. Now, assuming that you threw no damage, assuming that you threw absolutely zero weapons damage, what is the theoretical maximum length of battle for a Tier 1 Tal? All right, let's start with basic math. You got it, Dragon Keeper. Joker, you're correct. 20 rounds. Because after 20 rounds, if you didn't fire a single shot, if you were just able to survive, if you were just able to survive 20 rounds, you win anyway. Yuki wasn't day one. Listen, wasn't Yuki? Yuki was in the carousel day one. I'm not saying that she was sourced or available, but she was in the carousel. No? Okay, I might be wrong. When was Yuki introduced? Maybe and that's correct. You know what? Steven's Aaron is right. It probably wouldn't be 20 rounds because the burning is also going to take 1%. All right? So it's probably actually slightly less.
2: Well, just like the burning, isn't it like a percentage of the current health? Not the...
0: Well, then I don't know. Total? To be perfectly honest with you, I don't know if it's a percentage of starting uh, percentage of starting uh, that round the way that this reads it decreases hull health by 5% each turn i me personally just the way in the in reading it it would be 5% of the hull health at the beginning of battle and then every single round that comes down i don't think it's going to be the yeah, beginning it's
2: not separate fights like the uh, like the the burn would be with multiple realities so i guess yeah well we not like on, not only that
0: not only that but this is not a an each turn proc, if you will. I mean, it is because it is checking for the condition of burning, but Tal is, is a guaranteed work, meaning, let me rephrase, meaning that his ability is always active, so his conditions are going to be checked at the beginning of battle. The only thing that is checking per round is if there's burning, but it's not recalculating his buff each round. It's not a buff that may proc and may not proc because of the officer. It's a buff that may proc and may not proc dependent on the burning. His ability, quote unquote, is always on. Does that make sense? Am I confusing anybody with that? He, like, that's right, Captain Planet. Burning is a percentage of current, of of the current, because that is, is just the way that that piece is written. This, thank you, Hugo. I thought he was very, very, very early, in the carousel, just not necessarily available, but he was in that carousel. You guys are to remember, the game wasn't launched with 50 officers. They were... They, I mean, it was launched that way, but it doesn't mean they were sourcing. All right? Tal, Yuki, they were in the original carousel. They just weren't available. All right? So, one could argue, Dragon Keeper says, with burning, technically could be about 19 rounds. It's certainly possible. Okay? It's certainly possible. Dragon Keeper says, I can... Go 12 rounds in Apex with a tier two. We're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk about that coming up here in just a couple minutes. All right. So the, uh, the the point is here is that Tau's ability can't it, it's always there. It's just waiting for the trigger of burning, which in my mind, and I could be wrong on this, but in my mind the calculation then would be complete at the beginning of battle. All right. Guys, I don't care. Who cares when Tao came out or when Yuki came out, Re- regardless? I don't, I don't care what their launch date was. I, I'm Okay, so I was wrong that it wasn't day one. Who cares? The point is, it hasn't been available for a really long time. Gidmore says, does Tao's uh, ability damage happen at the end of each round? It's not damage. Okay? It's not damage. It's just a strip. And to be perfectly honest with you, uh, Hugo could probably help me out with this, but... I'm going to assume, Dragon Keeper, you could probably figure this out too. Uh, I believe that this is a strip that happens at the beginning of the round. Am I wrong on that? If you've got Burning, he's going to decrease the whole health by 5% on each turn. This is a beginning of battle proc. All right? It's not like uh, the Rialta. Or or burning where the 1% strip happens at the end, it's happening at the beginning. Dragon Keeper says, I'm pretty sure it's actually at the end. You have to survive. Mm, not really. All right. This 5% return, and, and by the way, it could be. I, I don't have it. I didn't pay for it, Mark, and I'm not. All right. It might be a great officer. I'm just not. I, I'm just, I'm that over the edge with Scopely and their, and their ridiculous decision-making this month. All right. Bernard, thank you. That's, I thought that was correct. The battle logs that I have seen definitely indicate that it procs at the beginning if burning is present. That 1%, that 1% comes off at the end. That was the way that they avoided the death by a million cuts. You got it, Bernard. Here's why. And that actually is damage and not a strip that uh, 1% burn. The one he technically yes, yes, burning yeah. applies 1% damage. Now, tau is going to happen at the beginning. Okay? Tau is going to happen at the beginning of the round. You know, so somebody says, "So the burning is back?" No, it's not. Okay? Return the burn actually happened? No. It did not. Because what happens at the end of that battle let's say you go in very beginning of the battle you strip five percent so now as a player all right whether you're going against pve or whether you're going against pvp and for that round now you only have 95 percent of its hull to deal with right now, it's for me moon knight it's a little bit i know he, he says i'm crazy not to give scopely money am i Alright, I'm kind of really like on a on just like a personal kind of vocal kind of stop being dumb scopely kind of movement here at the moment. Okay. I, I'm I'm re- I'm really very, 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 very frustrated. Okay? And Six Flash says if you do Apex, he's worth it hands down. We can talk about that. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna come out here and, and use my platform to to campaign. Yes. He has a very good ability in certain aspects. I'm not going to tell you to buy or not buy. Me personally, I choose not to right now. I'm very angry. I'm very grumpy. They're not going to give him to me to test if I'm just now saying I'm not going to buy him because you're stupid. (laughs) All right? Because because of all the dumbass decisions you made this month. (laughs) All right? Uh, Bernard says, I fell for FOMO. I'm with Mark and Handy. I get it. I get it. And listen, a lot of you may he has a significant ability. We're going to talk about it, but let me, rather, let
2: me. I'd rather get him and not need him than not ha, than need him and not have him.
0: You know, here's here's another piece that I'm just a little bit frustrated about. If you were going to celebrate the return of this officer, like three or four hours, uh, three or four years, if you were really going to celebrate the return of this officer, this is why. Me personally, rabbit hole, tinfoil hat, conspiracy. This is why I think he's been fixed for ages. Okay? Honestly, this is why. Because the first thing they do is sell him. If you were truly going to celebrate the return of an officer who's been broken for three or four years, there would have been an event. There would have been an auction even. I I would not even have been offended by an auction. Okay? That's right, JB. There would have been something big. There would have been a gift chest. There would have been an arc related to him. This is a celebratory moment. Instead, put him up for sale. Those suckers will buy him. That's how I feel about it. Honest to God, sorry, no filters here today. If they truly were wanting to celebrate the return of this officer, it would have been something more than a hundred freaking dollar pack. You got it, Vengeance. I find it very interesting that it was released in a month where the rest of the content and the rest of the sentiment regarding this game is in the freaking toilet. Sorry. Anyway, again, you guys are distracting me. Mechanically, what does he do? (laughs) He strips 5% of the hole at the beginning of the round. And now you only have to contend with 95% of the hull. Okay? Now you only have to contend with 95% of the hull. At the beginning of round two, what happens if you survive? All right? You now only have to contend with 90% of the hull. Bernard, you're not 1,000% wrong because, again, you do have burning. So, so, again, let's come back. Round one, at the beginning, you have to damage 95% of the hull. Correct? Yes. Now, at the end, if you survive, you do get another 1% applied. So, at the beginning of, of the next round, assuming no shots were fired, then you probably should only have about 94% of the hull to deal with. You're correct. And that's going to be even less because you did, in fact, fire damage right? You did, in fact, fire damage, So, but just from Tau's ability, now it drops to 95, minus anything else that you had to deal with, right? Minus anything that you actually took off with damage, minus what burning would have done, minus what any other ability would have done, all right? You just now got 5% of the hull, no matter how big or small. That is what is so dangerous about burning, Alright, we talk about hull breach, how it's a net damage multiplier, and it's big. It's valuable. Okay? Burning is is from Scopely's mind, I do get it. It's probably a dangerous officer because it doesn't matter how big or small that target is, does it, Handy? 5% is 5%. If if a target has a hundred gazillion hull strength, you still get 5% taken off of it, right? Yeah? Doesn't matter and how big. To
6: a pretty significant amount, yeah. Yeah,
0: it doesn't matter how big or small it is. And Butcher Boy says, "Can you explain what it has to do with Apex?" Exactly what I just said. It doesn't matter how big or small the target is. You're stripping five percent per round. Interesting. Interesting. So Captain Planet says, "Wait, so." Are you saying that if the target can kill you and say, he says 19, I'm going to go with something like 15. If the target can kill you in roughly 15, because again, you're still dealing damage throughout that time and you still have burning. So let's call it 14 to 15 rounds. Are there targets in this game that take longer than 14 to 15 rounds to kill? Anybody? Let's do some thinking. Does it work on cubes? No, it won't, Miami. You want to know why? Cubes are armadas. So, no, won't work. Scooby Snack says heavy traders. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. There's one. Okay. What about something else? What about Mission Hostiles? Maybe possibly. Okay, ding, ding, ding. What about Apex? That's an older target, so. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Eclipse. Yes, older target. Apex. Apex. Apex, everybody. Somebody pull up a battle log and tell me how many rounds it takes to kill an Apex Hostile. Anybody got one? How many rounds to kill an Apex Hostile? Ballabomb says 57 rounds, if I'm doing it traditionally. Woo! That's a long battle. 57 rounds. Goodness gracious. Phil says 35 to 38 rounds. Mr. Hawk says only three for me with the Mantis. (laughs) Silva says only six. Uh, You know, Interesting. Interesting. I have been super, super big on using the mantis in Apex space, haven't I? You guys know this. I've been very, very loud about it, haven't I? It's the it's the purpose of the ship. It's cheap for me. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I'm dying. Woo. Mm. All right. Time to hydrate. I am dying.
3: <clears throat> I was about to say that.
0: <laughs> you gotta hydrate. Thank you. Now, I couldn't get to my kitty bitties fast enough. If you're, still know, using, right? if you're still using the Mantis, that's fine. Tao, still not necessarily super effective there. Why? You got that big crit chance thing. You got the big crit damage. You got the extra shots. What about players who have been fighting me? See, it's almost like Scopely working against me here. Alright, Handy, I've been saying. I've been saying that Mantis Space is meant for the freaking mantis. I mean, obviously Scopely is smart enough to to get behind their own game design, right? Obviously, Scopely would want players engaging with mantis to be using the mantis, right? It only makes sense.
3: That was your first mistake. I've only used it like twice, I think.
0: Well, Scopely decides to double down on ridiculous decisions this month and says, you know what? You know what, community? Don't worry about the mantis. Mantis space is no longer meant for the mantis. Don't worry, community. We got your back. We got your back. Don't worry about it. Okay? I mean, how ridiculous? Community, officially and unequivocally, the Mantis has now no purpose in Mantis space. If you own Tau, that's what you use. Period. Planet and simple. Tau, burning. Why? Because these hostels go forever. The whole reason of the Mantis, all right, and, and, and this, this comes back. This comes back. If Bubba Joe were here. And, and I suspect I know why he's not, because he, he is also very grumpy today. If, if I am coming back to a comment that Bubba Joe has made in the past, this is where various departments of Scopely working on various different projects and different features in the game have no freaking clue what other departments are working on. Because whoever just did this with Tao literally destroyed the Mantis presence in this game. Zero. Done. The mantis is no more. Okay? Plain and simple. You got Tau, you don't need the mantis anymore. Cruzito says, I'm still using mine, and I I will for the time being because I don't have him. And I do say the time being because Tau will be available in other forms. He's not just going to be a paid pack. Uh, you may remember how Harrison was back in the day. If I'm being perfectly honest with you, I don't expect any difference. Okay? I don't expect any difference. I think they're going to sell him for a little while. They're going to try to milk that as much as they can, and then eventually he'll come out. Maybe we'll actually see the return of a domination auction. All right, Maybe possibly we'll see the return of a domination auction. Let's talk about why. Okay, I, I, Will Tal be available to the broader community? Yes, he will be. Okay, Yes, he will be. All right? I'm not saying that he won't. All right. Now, let's come back to why he's so good against Axian hostiles. Why is he so good in mantis space? Because their DPR is relatively low. Where they are super strong is they were built for the mantis. It was intended that the mantis was designed to be the the killer of action why let me get somebody super nerdy on this putz can i rely on you for super nerdy answers here i want deep math deep cuts do you have the answer putz why was the mantis the designated ship for Axian hostiles
1: because of the damage bonus boost it gets i i don't know to be honest with you
0: all right let's start at the beginning let's start at the beginning you have a ship here with 500 like over a half a billion hull in my particular case three-quarter of a billion shield okay these are massive targets designed to last forever and a day. What's their DPR? What is their DPR? It's nothing. Their DPR is barely, and, and I'm looking at a 43. All right. It's barely a million DPR per round. You're mitigating 75% of that, or should be, hopefully. You're mitigating a great deal of that. Then you got shield and hull and all this other stuff. It's not doing nothing. On top of that, how are you chewing through all of that hull? Is it taking uh, 7,000 rounds? I mean, can you go ahead?
1: You're doing, uh, you want to pop the XO so it works on the ship. And then you get double shot and you get 100% crit and you have the extra bonus. Um, those are all built for the ship specifically. So, I mean, that's why the ship is needed, for me at least, to to do the Actian. Um, but, yeah, if you brought in Tall, like, I could probably do it in with a different ship and sit there and get a lot more loot.
0: Cruzito writes this, and it's actually a very good summary. Everything that we talked about with Mantis when it first came out was all about damage. 100% criticals, then double the shots, then a crit damage increase. Those are just the three exos. Then you have the ship ability, which is doing even more. The ship ability, if I'm not mistaken, let me pull up my mantis. Mine, I believe, is tier 6. I don't know where a lot of you guys are sitting. I think we decided that free-to-play would probably be around tier 3. At tier 6, my uh, ship ability is, where is it? Mantis damage increased by 165,000%. Okay? Okay? Spock Monkey lays it out even simpler. The Scopely Template is either low DPR hostels with a big hull or normal hostels with low loot drops. The ship they sell you will either have big damage for option one, like the Borg, or better loot for option two, like the Stella. In this case, can can anybody figure out where the Vidar Talios lines up? It's actually a hybrid, Spock, isn't it? It's kind of a uh, kind of a, 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 a combo of the two. Big, big damage on their targets, but also a Stella-like loot bonus for the vinculum chest against the cubes. Because, again, I know that there was an event for it. I hope, I really sincerely genuinely hope that a majority of players stop running cubes after this month. I know that there was an arc event for it, but you are costing yourself. All right. It, it, the, the vinculum, the cubes have got to be run with the tally. You're giving up so much. You're giving up 5,000% loot. We so can I talk we, we, we can talk about that a little bit later, but phew, God, 5,000%. Goodness gracious. just tested it,
3: DJs. Yes. And uh, so with my Corvus, I took a five towel a and round 19 kill. Whereas, and these are 44s. Uh huh. And I used to time used to go 100 rounds.
0: Yeah, you did. You want to know something crazy? Handy, and I know I don't I don't want you to burn a bunch of cells. What was the highest what was the hostile you just now hit? What was it? A level what? Uh forty-four. It was a level 44. A- hey, a- hey, 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 community. He's now using tau for the first time. Shit, he's hitting a 44. It went 19 rounds. Could we try something like a 49? Yo, listen, handy, are you yeah, willing to I'll, burn I'll a try. cell? Yeah. Burn a cell and go do a forty-nine. <laughs> <Good point. laughs> Punch up, everybody! That is Tal. Mantis has no hold over Axian Hostiles anymore. Uh, neither does the size. All right. Now, obviously, you can't take, you know, a Sally to kill level 49s. That's not what I'm suggesting. You still got to be able to survive those 20 rounds. And you wanna be able to do that enough times that you can fill the hole. Obviously, there's gonna be there's gonna be some math there. There's still a break even point. All right, look here, Air Raid <laughs> says it takes only six level 49 to fill my Coronar. That should be what, about 200,000? Now tell me that Mantis is faster. Pete says Scopely going to be mad at you. No, they don't get to be, Pete, because they are the goofballs that did this. Moreover, they're the goofballs that have been sitting on it for a year or more. Just waiting for the right time to come out and sell it to Captain Mark. All right. They don't get to be mad at this. This is their own stupidity in game design. It's not an exploit. This is exactly what they built. They did this. All right. Now, Captain Planet says, oh, they'll edit it again. They're going to nerf it on Apex. Well, (sighs) interesting, since they only sold this pack. Very interesting, isn't it, indeed? It's pretty daggone difficult to nerf an officer that was sold for cash. Here to tell you. Probably ain't changing. How many of you guys Nine, said? Okay. <laughs> 19 <1990. laughs> What? 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 How much Nine, was it handy? <laughs> 19 rounds, barely touched my hull. 19 rounds, barely touched the hull. How much loot did you get off that one hostel?
3: Let's see. That was 32, 33K almost.
0: 33,000.
3: And I don't even think I've switched uh, my. Uh, commander ability
0: Dang on, dag on. This one's on you, yeah. Scopes. This is on you. Yeah, yeah. go add, add five as captain. So here's what I'm going to run. All right. If I have him, which I don't, okay. But if I did, I'd run five, probably O. and probably uh, Tal. All right. I'd probably add uh, Galinar under deck Okay, right? I'd probably add Strange New Worlds on under deck, huh? And then I would go and tap on 49s. K21 says you don't need Galinar. I mean, no, you don't, but maybe you could get it done in five hostels instead of six, right? (laughs) Who cares? Who cares? Forgot about Hugh. Yeah, throw Hugh under there, too. Absolutely, throw Hugh under there. Maybe you could actually do it easier, Handy, than you could kill the 44s. All right. Come on. This oh, is There's th- no
3: doubt. It, this is totally
0: broken. <laughs> <laughs> right? Completely, yeah. Now, in all fairness, Prion, Prion's going to give Scopely the benefit of the doubt and said, well, people wanted less grind. Well, this actually does do that. Okay, it it does. In fairness, that's what it does. All right. (sighs) Akers says, I might actually go buy him now. You know, that's why Bubba didn't actually want to talk about him today. All right, Juby says, they finally reduced grind time. Maybe they did. Maybe I am being a jackass for no reason. Maybe this was purely intended. If it was, then why paywall him? I didn't really care. If if this was the solution, why paywall him? That's why I don't buy into that. Okay? I don't
1: buy into that. Go ahead. Putts. Yeah. From from the you know, a G three perspective, you could, you know, with a I don't know, a T six auger or something like that, throw them on uh uh with a crew and just have fun hitting heavy traders um, instead of going, you know, a uh, hundred rounds and not beating them. You, yeah. Like it's totally different. My Wait, God. This is a I new, can, this is a can, new, can, new can up mechanic and I know, I know
0: you guys are saying, yo, DJ, DJ, you silly little cat. They're using your words. Okay. And that's fine. I am. Like I said, I'm very grumpy today. There's no doubt about it. I've already been told to pull my head out of my rear end. I you know here today during the show <laughs> I get it I am not happy Scopely I am not <laughs> happy all right I am just like hundreds if not thousands of other players I'm not happy You did a great job at making me less than happy this month That being said you are correct community I do always say pay to skip the grind and I get that all right let me let me just ask a super Heaty tiny question. What about players who paid for the for the mantis? Hmm? Now, granted, granted, they have had. are they used to getting screwed? <laughs> the first mantis win. <laughs> now, in all fairness, you did actually get the benefit of the mantis before anybody else would. Now there's something else to sell that makes it even better, and and in fairness, that is not even necessarily a bad thing to have in this game, okay? I got to be careful that I'm not letting my own short-sighted frustrations blind myself to the larger design uh, of game design, okay? There's always going to be something that is better than the last thing that they sold. All right, that's, that's always a thing. There will always be something that they can sell that is better than the last thing that they sold. What about, we could say the same thing on the same topic. What about what Mantis did to people who bought Prime Syndicate? You see what I'm saying? Like, there's always going to be something that's bigger and better than something else. You got it, Joker. It's called Power Creep, and it's real, and it exists, and it's the only way that they're going to make money. And for that, I can't really necessarily be too judgy. I don't have to be too judgy on that. Okay. But oh K twenty one. K twenty one put Mbenga in the captain's chair. <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh my god, he did it.
0: There's Mbenga, ladies and gentlemen, Mbenga finally has used Can I steal that? I gotta put that in the graphics room. I gotta put it in the graphics room. I'm so sorry, I gotta do it. There you go. For those of you listening in podcast, Mbenga as captain finally has something that he is very very good at
1: so, I have uh, a question DJ yes <laughs> uh, what, event, what previous events do you think it, are now basically a well if you have tau you're gonna you're you, you'll you'll be in the top and if you don't you can't compete
0: well like, that I, is so I'm not sure. it, not any critical damage event okay certainly not Okay, By using this mechanic, you are not going to get as many critical shots as you would either using the Mantis or using a critical build. So not heavy hitter. All right? Um, what this could do, now, again, if I'm, being, if I'm being super, super shilly here for a second, we did just complain. We did just complain about the heroic milestones of the Syndicate event. This will allow players technically to get more Venom, therefore they can move forward faster through those progressions. That, that, that's possible, okay? This is possible. Cruzito says, this makes my point, that G5 was never going to use the Mantis. Bubba would agree with you. They needed something. Bubba would agree with you. I just have a really, really hard time. I, I, I guess. Maybe I shouldn't. I have a hard time coming in and using something completely uh, n- non-thematically non related and, and using it to completely replace a previous mechanic in the game. Like me personally, I can't imagine that this was intended. Personally, I cannot imagine that this was intended. Forgotten Shield says, I wonder if a pylon would work with 5GG and Tau. Yup! Where's that stepbrothers mean? Yup. Did we just, just, just become best friends? Did you guys just become best friends with Tao? Yup. Okay, you sure did. Is Tao your new best friend? Yup. Ransusi says, is Tao good for other PVE though? Well, Ransusi, I guess it depends on what you're trying to do. What else goes large numbers of rounds? What else has humongous, humongous hull that you've got to chew through (coughs) before you get to actually land? Huh? Let's take a look over here at new Borg probes. Let's just take a quick peek. I don't know. I don't know. It's the same kind of mechanic here. Let's see. DPR is a lot higher. DPR is 15 million. Ah, but their hull health... One hundred and thirty million. So probably not the best spot there. You'll probably do that faster. Yeah, You'll probably still do that faster with the tally. So probably not board probes. Let's come over and take a look at Gemhead R. Uh, the new Gemhead R things that we got to kill for the for the turn-ins. Right. Oh, I can't get in there. Fog of War. Hang on. I'll jump. I'll jump. Let's take a look at uh, the Gemhead R hostels. Okay. Maybe. Possibly. Don't know. And again, there's going to be a balance. I'm not saying this is a free-for-all, okay? It's not a free-for-all. You still have to be able to survive those 15 rounds. And on top of that, Handy, you have to survive the 15 rounds while taking as little hull damage as possible so that you can go and do that for however many uh, hostiles it would take to fill your hull. Let's take a look at the Jem'Hadar Cruisers. DPR, 6 million. Hull health, only 3 Seven million, so probably not wildly necessary there. Is this indeed a Mantis specific replacement? Hmm. It won't work on Armadas, so you can take all the Armada targets out of your head. We just checked board. We're checking Hadar. Probably not worth it in Hadar. All right. What else do we got? Are there Cardassian hostels? I don't think there are. Heavy traders, oh, Ransusi, you got it. Hey, G3. Yo, what's up, G3 players out there? Tal is good for you, too. Let's take a look at a heavy trader. All right, here we go. A heavy Romulan transport, DPR, 1 million. hull health, oh, 20 million. Here you go. Here you go. 1 million DPR, that's relatively low, so it doesn't hit that hard. Hull at 20 million, well, 19, I'm rounding, 19 million, all right, yeah. I mean, you guys know what you do. The reason you're two-tapping those things is because they go 100-plus rounds. Now you can do it in about 16, 17. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. Now, Z. Brent does bring up the fact that they nerfed Miles after they bought him. That one, I'm a little bit torn on. Ripper and I, we were part of internal conversations. We knew what was going on with Miles. Miles was bugged. Like, he wasn't working the way – like, there is a slight difference. Not one that might be perceived by you, Brent. I totally get it. I I do hear what you're saying. Ripper and I were very aware of, of Miles from the start. Okay, like we were very, very aware of Miles from the start. That was, that was a bug. Okay. Um, hashtag Miles was actually the spy. All right. So I, I don't think this is exactly the same. All right. I don't think this was exactly the same. That's actually not right, Brent. You say they didn't program him right. Well, obviously, that is right. Uh, but he was not labeled cumulative. Okay. He was actually supposed to work for one round only. He was never labeled cumulatively, okay, which is why the cumulative nature is what was actually broken, which is why Ripper and I successfully advocated for him to keep a three-round stack. He was never supposed to stack at all, all right? But that is a totally different conversation. This officer is working exactly the way that he's written, they just can't seem to figure out what other parts of the game are going to be impacted by things that they release. You got it, Brent. They don't get their game. I'm using your words in this example. All right? It wasn't exactly the same in Miles. I do understand and respect your position on that. I do. I understand. But it, it, it actually was a little bit different. Listen, I've always been very honest with you. I'm telling you, it was a little bit different. Ripper would vouch for you too. Rippers never lied to you guys. All right? It's a little bit different. But this is what is so frustrating. Now, even if, even if, and I'm willing to make this concession, I'm willing to make this concession, even if Tao was at this moment and at this time fixed, even if he was fixed just now, if he wasn't banked for a rainy day, if he was released and fixed right now, why now? Why? Why now? is that, is that not worse? Because we've been asking for a fix to this officer for four years. Are you saying that we didn't give a crap and we didn't fix it because we didn't want to until now? What is that worse or is that better? I don't actually think that's better. To be perfectly honest. They're both crappy outcomes. Ramble says he's fixed because he's going to be needed for G6 hostels. I <laughs> Trader, what do you think? <laughs> Aren't, you excited? Them, Aren't if, you excited for new G6 held... hostels? Yeah, oh they,
6: yes, I'm ecstatic for G6 hostels and he is actually probably right. If they held off
2: on releasing talent until the end of the month, would that be any better?
0: I don't know. It is the end of the month. It's well, I mean, true. the next arc. <laughs> I don't know, Mark. Like I said, I can openly admit that I'm very, I mean, that very grumpy about all this. And I, I'm very, very suspect. I'm very, very paranoid. I'm very, very tinfoil hat about this whole towel thing. If if he was literally just fixed Bubba Joe, and that's fine if he was. If he was just fixed, why now after three and a half years? like Why, why wasn't he fixed when we asked for him to be fixed? Why wasn't he fixed years ago when we wanted to use him then? Are, are, are you telling me, Scopely, that you didn't give a crap about fixing him until a time where you needed to for some reason? I mean, that's if he was just fixed, Bubba, that's what that tells me, and I don't know that that's a better message. I don't know. I'm very – I guess I'm glad that he's out there, all right, for players that have him. It's going to improve your gameplay. Sure. Okay. For players that have him, it will improve your gameplay in an aspect or two of this game. Is it different than what he used to do? Yes. Is it, is it coinciding with other such actions uh, like the to Burn and Death by a Million Cuts? Does it coincide with those types of outcomes? Yes, it does. Can it influence or can it improve your gameplay today? Bold defense, yes. Mantis space, yes. Bubba Joe, you have long said I will never fly a Mantis in action space. Your statement. Well, from now on, I guess, once I get this officer, which I do not and have not and will not pay for him on principle, but when I do finally earn him, I will join your camp because Scopely literally just came out and said, Baba <laughs> Joe was right all along. The Mantis, what a joke that was. We were never supposed to incentivize the Mantis in Mantis space. I mean, who actually comes up with this stuff? Obviously, we're going to sell something else that completely invalidates a previous piece of content. Bubba Joe, you, well,
3: that, now you that they've for, been selling it, they you, can't change. It.
0: I don't. Are they going to have
3: people even more
0: mad? Bubba, do you work for Scopely? Did you always know Tao was coming back? That's why you refused I, to fly the Mantis, didn't it? I, Bubba I Joe works for Scopely. I,
4: where's the soundboard? I figured that was going to get a dun dun dun. You got it. It's all Bubba Joe's fault. All
1: right. K twenty one says. As trying to find out. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: k21 says wait are you saying that they are invalidating previous content kind of like they did with strike team you know it's a very messy path they're on right now Bubba joe i don't know how i feel about it
4: so i i've got a solution not that scopely's smart enough to figure this out but i have a solution to keep the game fresh and not completely invalidate what has come before I'm waiting. Okay, I just didn't know if you wanted to hear it (laughs) or if you need to take a break. I just got here, so um, so this is how you do it. Okay, is temporarily for an arc, you make a change. Let me give you an example. Let's say next month, the beginning of the arc. Okay, so everything is normal leading up to the arc, and at the beginning of the arc, they go, "Hey, for this arc, this arc is going to focus on." The loot that you earn from hostels. To that end, we're going to add 400% to all of the loot that hostels drop. But we're turning off Pike and Pike and Moreau and Five of Eleven. And we're doing that for a month.
0: I think that sounds awful. <laughs> I mean, hold on. Maybe walk me through this. Walk me through this for a second, because so
4: this, what this does is this shapes up your ability to just do what you've always done, right? You don't have to create a new hostel. You don't have to create uh, a new officer. You don't have to create a counter to the counter to the counter. All you have to do is say, "Hey." We are going to shake things up this month. We are going to, and maybe that's a little extreme. People don't like the idea of P- Pike being taken away. That's I, I, why I use that as an example. But something to shake things up. Something to say, hey, it this month is going to be different, but we're not going to fundamentally change the game forever. We're just going to, for an arc, do something a little bit different.
0: I worked are really well you well referring away to Jayla. scoring? Are you referring to events and scoring and things like that? Because instead of removing those officer abilities, right, instead of removing the abilities, because some people may just want to go out and do some grind or or something like that, what if you've got events right now that score if there's an officer in the chair? How about you just make it so that they don't score if those officers are in the chair? That way it could be kind of a quote-unquote opt-in mechanic.
4: Then you can't do the other part of that that I let in with, which was... Adding four hundred percent to all of the loot, including reputation that you get from hostels. See that... then you would just then you would just not participate in the events and get the bonus anyway.
0: They couldn't do that with the with the basic hostel tables. That would be way, way too much. They'd have to recode like all those hostels. What you could do is develop a quote unquote exocomp. Right? Uh, that that would be active. Like it could be like an incursion style exocomp that just runs in the background. But it itself could be coded if you're using XYZ officers, then the bonus doesn't apply. I think I think that I mean is a very ambitious kind of design. I would actually I, probably welcome the the change of pace, but it doesn't eliminate other players from being able to do the routine minutia. You know what so I'm saying? Again,
4: so just so I think that if you take away the very most popular things that people are using in this game, they will find a crew, they will find a ship, they will find something that says, hey, you know what, I can't go hit 400 hostels in Tiger Core. but you know what I can do is I can go hit 40 hostels." I can complete this event, which is gonna give me this bonus. I got 400% more loot, which is like I hit 1600 hostels, or 160 hostels, except I only hit 40. And then you have this balance of, do I wanna continue to grind? It's much, much faster now, even though I got fewer hostels. It gives you, it changes things up. If you do not do that, if you do not make these temporary changes to the game, then what you're left with, is this overwhelming, cascading, this has to be better than this, and this has to be better than this, or the things that they're releasing are irrelevant, like what happened this month.
0: You know, I know the, the chat is actually divided. Some people do understand uh, what what you're saying and why it could be a good thing. Other people are like, I'm not sure I fully understand the mechanic of this. And then a third group of people are like, do we trust Scopely with this type of, of mechanic? Um, it, it's not necessarily a horrible idea if it's done right. There's actually other games that do that, right? Yes. Like, like uh, right. There, are, there are, like for example, card trading games that are like, like, have a, a banned list, so to speak, cards that for that month, for that patch, are completely disabled, right? Like uh, Hugo, so- hu- Hugo talks about a month-to-month banned list. Uh, there's training card games where you've got uh, a rotation of officers or a rotation of cards that so- don't work month-to-month.
4: Another example of that is Diablo 3, which is one of the longest running games, massively multiplayer games that there's ever been. And the way that they do it is that they will, for that season, which is longer than usually a little bit longer than a month, for that season, they will say, This you this armor that you've got and you're gonna go earn again in the season, it's gonna do something different than you're used to. We think it's good, we think it's different, we want you to play that, we want you to use these skills instead of these skills. Let's try it out. And then the season ends and it's back to doing what it was doing before, right? But for the season, it's like, oh, well, I don't want to get that armor this time. I want to go over and get this armor. I want to go over and do this. Um, so, it, anyway, so it is... It's just a, a way to shake things up so that people do not get into this passive mode of every time it's you fire up the same officers month after month, it's just the new hostel. you know. I, I, I think that what... You've talked about a lot, and I've given this some thought, of we don't want to become complacent, right? It's just more hostile hitting, it's more mining, it's a stupid PvP event, like there's this dullness. And the only way you change that is either to introduce things that are completely over the top um, and completely game changing and game breaking that are permanently in the game, or you do temporary changes to the game to allow for a change in meta
1: well is that how you felt when you went to 52 way back when like oh i'm excited not to get to use pike moro chen anymore
4: well
0: you know what is let, that the sentiment let me see if i can predict bubba you reinforce or or deny trader you do the same thing handy you could do it you're a g5 um right aren't you handy you're up there yeah 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 so here here's what yeah, i'm thinking I'm 55 minutes. okay Tell me if I'm right or wrong. In the conversations that I have had with various level of G5 player, it was not that they were angry about the lack of Pike Murachan. I mean, some were. Don't get me wrong. Some were. But it was not as much about having to find a new crew as it was about Scopely's naive expectations in the events that still required them to do the same amount of work as if they did have Pike Moreau and Chen Bubba did I did I accurately portray a sentiment that belongs to G5 or am I way off the mark
4: I think you summed that summed that up very succinctly it was not that we didn't have Pike Moreau and Chen there were a lot of people in G5 land who were excited for the challenge I wouldn't say I was excited but I was interested in the challenge of trying to find a new crew. But the problem was is that there was no adjustment to the event. So the assumption was, well, just go hit a hundred hostels of the or fifty hostels of your levels. Like I can't even get to the hostels of my level. Yeah. <laughs> because the because because the ship hasn't evolved to that point, right? I, I just went up to 54 and my ship needs two upgrades to get to 50 hey. uh, that space, right? So hey. Hey. so hey. that was the that was the problem with the is was really about the events asking you to do things that were just not capable of being done efficiently
0: can i can i can i just ask out of curiosity do you think and i know you were late for the first part of the conversation we're going to take a break here in a second do you think that tau is the new chen for g5 hostels?
4: oh no Tal's worthless for g5
0: Okay. Okay. I was just curious. Is that because they don't have a, a, you know, like the, the hull as compared to the DPR? That's what we're looking at here. I think it really is going to make a huge difference for super huge hull targets with a low DPR because you have to survive, right? You've got right. to chew through the fat, but you still have to survive. What do the whole, what's the whole DPR balance for G5 hostels?
4: Oh, it's it's it it's ridiculous. the the DPR on on the, your your faction hostels for G five is ridiculous. I mean, that's that Super was the high. challenge is that you could yes you couldn't survive long enough. You know, the difference in between, uh, you know, four rounds and five rounds is four rounds you were hitting shields, five rounds it took three quarters of your hull. I mean, it was the the DPR is ridiculous in G five land.
0: Okay, so it's the exact opposite. So town not having an effect there. We were talking earlier about Mantis space. You have indicated that you'll never fly Mantis out there, and now you have a further reason. Is that enough of a reason for G five to quote unquote be satisfied with the new release of Tau? Is he worth it to a G uh, to a G five player?
4: I I don't think so. Um, I think he's far more useful to players um, that are trying to uh, punch up. Now, now I do know of a G5 player um, who is now hitting the highest level of Axion hostiles with a G4 rare ship, right? Mm-hmm. Because the G4 rare has the loot bonus, and it's far easier to repair, so, you know, you can do something like that. And I haven't tried messing around with that to see if that actually makes any sense because I don't have Tal either. Handy, to Handy
0: just went and killed a level 44 uh, with Tal in 19 rounds. Then he went right here, live on the show, and then went and killed a level 49 in 19 rounds, <laughs> <Yep. Okay. laughs> you know, and, and got triple the loot. Um, we're seeing reports in the chat that five or six hostels can fill a pylum hole, Bubba Joe. Yep. And so f- is it possible then that even though I've been jaded and angry and all this stuff, is it possible that it could have been with intent? See, I I, I really don't think so, but but I'm just gonna ask. Is it possible that? My anger is completely unjustified that this is a viable, actual, single, like, narrow focus improvement to the game. This is not an officer who breaks multiple aspects of the game. But he does literally, for all intents and purposes, Bubba Joe, eliminate the grind, which we've asked for reduction of grind, for one singular, narrow piece of content it makes the grind literally non-existent this could even be defined in in loose terms as echo's version of mastery although you can't earn it in this particular case you're paying for it but this mastery allows for five hostels or six hostels, and the game's over and, and that day's chore is over is that necessarily a bad thing trader we fuss and we fuss and we fuss about screen time and grind and all this stuff. And here's an officer, paid or otherwise, he will eventually come to to those free-to-play. But here's an officer that literally sure takes an entire grind. there is an officer that takes an entire grind and literally replaces it with one or two minutes. Am I wrong for being angry about this? I'm going to say yes.
3: Okay. I think it's a good thing. Okay.
0: Air Raid says, I love it. Rhino says, no, I I don't think, think you're wrong.
4: I think that Tal, just like some other things that they've released, really ties their hands in a way that is going to have very lasting effects on the game.
0: Shobu says, I don't think, based on what I'm hearing from you, DJs, I don't think it's what he does that you're angry about, just how they did it. And maybe that's it. I mean, everything I've talked about has been freaking rabbit hole theory, paranoia, and and suspect and accusations about why and when they did what they did. So, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe it's not the ability itself that I'm upset about, just how everything presented. Okay. Um so yeah, you know, maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm just, I've got blinders on right now. I'm just, I'm so, <laughs> I'm seeing red, Bubba Joe. All right. So I, I am so what are the they, chat. What I, are
4: they, what, where do they go from here? Right. If the difference in between five level of hostile, right. And that's only because the Ashton only go up to 49. Um, You know, it's possible it would go even higher, but where do they go from here? It's a 19 round fight, regardless of what are you, what you're fighting. Where does that leave your design space? Well, whatever it is, it has to shorten the battle from 19 rounds. Yes.
0: Otherwise,
4: why would you change?
0: Yeah, there's you no other officer to use. Doing. If the battle can't end inside 20 rounds, then there's no point.
4: It's the same problem they had when they introduced Strike Team. Spock you just says... doubled your shots, tripled your shots, quadrupled your shots. Mm-hmm. Where do you go from here? Do you add seven times the shots? You can't do anything that does less shots. That's why all of the Strike Team crews between Battleship and Explorer and Interceptor all add multiple shots. Why? Because they did it on the first one and there's nowhere to go other than to add those shots to all of them.
0: Spock actually sums it up really well. From a game design perspective, Bubba, he says, you can't do low DPR on anything anymore from here on out. I hope it was worth the 50 bucks. And it's kind of accurate. Like a low DPR, large hull target, can no longer exist or it's going to be invalidated in 19 rounds. Like that's that's what you've got here. So, you know, I don't know. I'm sorry. If it sounds like I'm being angry about something that makes the game better, then I do apologize. I, I think I think that that I am interested in what he's doing. I think once I finally get Tao, I'll probably stop flying the mantis as well. I don't see why I would, right? I get it. I totally see that improvement in the game and I see what players are going to get as a result of using that in the game. That's fine. <laughs> Can I have a ton of faith that this is actually what was intended? I don't know, man. Bubba, was Tal released for Mantis?
4: I told you why I think Tal was released.
0: I don't remember. Do you want to read it out loud or is it too... Rabbit holy.
4: <laughs> Stokely is desperate for cash.
0: Oh, well, that's where I started. Okay, so we're on the same page. <laughs> that's where that's where why that's where I started today. All right. So we're on the same page. All right. Well, that's Tal. Ladies and gentlemen, Tal is back. And does he have a use? He certainly does. Is it different than what it used to be? Yes. All right. And is he? The end-all, be-all in PvP, probably not anymore. And that is probably this is the one thing that the community will probably disagree with me on, Bubba. It's probably not a bad thing with uh, with respects to PvP. All right, this is not a reinforcement of the Real to Burn. It's not a reinforcement of Death by a Million Cuts. This does require you to be good enough, or be strong enough, or powerful enough to to actually destroy your target within that singular battle. The hull will not return if you win. But if you lose, it goes right back. And that's not inappropriate given the other aspects of the game that they have modified in the past, all right? if it, So, you know, this is not necessarily a big PvP thing. And that being said, Bubba, I'm not sure that there is, there could be. There could be. I'm not sure that there's room in a traditional strike team setup with regards to, to burning. Is there a way to incorporate him into Battleship Strike Team? Because I'm not a 1,000% sure. No. Both, both of the rares are pretty daggone good. To sacrifice one of those is probably, probably detrimental instead of adding tau. But you know what they also just now did, Bubba Joe? Do you know what they literally just now did for the rest of time? They have now proven unequivocally that below deck officers that prompt the other three abilities will never come.
4: Well, well, I mean, possibly. I I mean, I don't think that that's completely out of the question. Um, I really don't.
0: Take a look at strike Team. If you allowed burning the proc on the below deck,, mm-hmm. then
4: you'd never replace the the captain ever
0: because of the extra shots. Correct. So okay, so still not a viable thing. No. Does tal change it for anybody the, the, does Tal change PvP for anybody if you can proc burning from the lower deck?
4: Where you might see something fun is because the Explorer strike team is so terrible and you should never fly the entire strike team? Um, is if you could trigger morale from below decks and burning from below decks, and you put towel on that ship. That is <laughs> a crew that I think is worth talking about.
0: Is it? Is that exciting to people? Oh, people say it. Ooh, that's nice. Man, stop giving scoping good ideas. All right. Look, <laughs> like the chat actually likes that one. Okay. So below, you don't listen. I have always, I have been an advocate for proccing those abilities below deck. Uh, I just wondered if they would be considered too powerful, but maybe they're maybe maybe that actually does restore some strategy back to Strike Team. I mean, is that is that possible? Does Strike Team actually gain some fun back to it if you can proc an ability from below deck? Baba, yes or no? Procking abilities below deck is it good for the
4: game? Procking abilities below deck is good for the game.
0: Trader, good for the game or not? Traders eating pretzels, handy putts or Karkin Mark below deck abilities. Is it good for the strategy of this game?
6: I I didn't realize I was still muted. It's good for the game.
1: (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, I would say it's good for the game. Definitely. If you can, the more abilities that you can have, the, the more, more and different varied crews that you can incorporate and bring in. Agree
3: basically the more strategy the better people think and it makes the game more enjoyable
0: interesting now combinations there you go now just 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 this is just me man this is just me if if we just kind of came up with that idea and and listen the chat is universally saying that it diversifies the game and it's a good idea and it would be a welcome addition to the game
4: why has not scopely done it so think about the ships that trigger those abilities (laughs) TJ. right um well, think about the officers that are triggering those abilities, right? If you're not talking about PvP with the strike team, you know, would you like to put an officer that's probably a little bit better than GG on your bridge and you're trying to trigger Burning for your auger or your Tribune? Same thing for Hope Reach. Same thing for basically any of those abilities, right? Think about the Enterprise, not the Enterprise A, because that ship ability is terrible. But the original Enterprise, if you could move morale (laughs) off of the bridge and you can still put... um, What's his face that adds the mitigation for morale? Why am I I can't think of his name? Um, um, Zao. Thank you, chat. Um, You know, and then you... I mean, perk is good, but what if you could put something better on the bridge to go with that? I think it adds a very diverse aspect of the game that really could be an interesting uh, interesting space to explore. I don't think that that's out of the question at all, even with Tal.
0: There you go, Scopes. Here we are, being all grumpy cat at you and still giving you ideas for ways that this game can actually become better and not quite as frustrating. Trader, would that bring you back for a month? Would that give you the opportunity to come out and play and be interested again? Or you you throwing another 30?
6: I wouldn't throw another 30 automatically.
0: (laughs) I would. It depends on what other Armada targets get released that month too, right? (laughs)
6: Yes. Yes. If there's Uh more Armada targets, there will be pitchforks and
0: torches. (laughs) (laughs) fun days ahead all right we're gonna take a break Bubba when we come back we're going to uh, move forward in our show we're gonna start talking a little bit about uh you guys showed up just in time we're gonna talk about how great February was and we're gonna prepare our uh (laughs) we're gonna prepare to issue final grades later this week and uh and talk about some of the good and the bad and crazy enough there was a little bit of good out there I I, there might not be super great large quantities of it but there was
4: the- I was going to say, if we're only talking about the good, I'm not going to have a lot to say DJ. you. I don't know what you expect me to
0: contribute. There's uh, there is a little bit out there. We're going to talk about that on the other side of the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. You're listening to Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, back in a moment. Today's show brought to you in part by the Musgrove Trial Firm in Georgia. Have you suffered personal injury in Georgia? You need a buddy. Give buddy at the Musgrove Trial Firm a call, 678 678- 2261994. Visit them online at musgrovetrialfirm.com. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Entertainment Geekly, the magazine that brings you hot
5: stories about the latest news and quantum mechanics.
2: Introducing Dog Rock, the first album sang from a dog's point of view.
5: One more bite. Give me just one more bite. One more bite. I can't beg
2: forever. 12 doggy anthems that'll drive you wild.
5: Oh, baby, baby, it's a wild squirrel. And I'm gonna chase this thing across the whole world. Dog rock. Yeah, for sniffs butts. for butts, I'll never stop.
2: Now selling in stores and making deals under the table.
5: We're
1: If you loved Wordle, you'll literally wet your pants over the new word game that literally makes you crazy. Literally. Really? No, literally. That's the name of the game. I was, like, literally confused there. Every day you're given a new word, and you guess if it's literally being misused. Sounds literally ironic. And that's how it works. Amazing! Not really. Are you being sarcastic? Absolutely. Oh, I get it. No, you don't. You'll literally never run out of misused words with literally. Please stop saying this word.
0: This is a good one. Flagpole said to Harvey Danger from the album "Where Have All the Merrymakers Gone." That is—it's been a hot minute, Bubba Joe, since I heard that song. I am—I'm kind of liking it. Was that so? You guys are throwing a bunch of American Pie memes up there. Was that obviously a big thing in American Pie? I guess must have been, Bubba Joe. I just remember the actual music, like playing it on the radio and stuff like that. But apparently, that was a, a big, huge uh, soundtrack. Was that a big soundtrack uh, set of yep, music there? It I guess, was. yeah.
6: It was, and I remember listening to that when I was in high school.
0: <laughs> I, wait a second, you were in high school too. That means you're young like me. Bubba Joe listened that's to it right. when he Bubba Joe listened to it at his at his second wedding. All right, when he was <laughs> was like 45 years old. All right, that's when that song came out. With his for phonograph. Him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, yeah, he was listening to the record player, the one with the big, like you know, the big bell what do you call it the big horn that came out of it oh man Sora says man i'm gonna have to go watch all nine movies now uh, yeah oh you f- newfangled kids in your high school all right, there's <laughs> there's that. Thank you, guys, everybody. I appreciate you being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome into Talking Track, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast for hopefully uh, another day or two, Bubba Joe. Did uh, you say you, how
4: awesome that dog album was?
0: Thank you. I'm glad you liked that. Uh, that was a good one. I, I listen, I've been sitting on that one I'm for a totally minute. I'm totally into listening to the dog album. You want Dog you
3: know, rock? I, <laughs> I was laughing so hard, all three of my dogs were staring.
0: that was uh that was a good one i've actually been sitting on that one for a minute uh i've had that one for for a couple of weeks it was good i'm glad you guys enjoyed that um you know, Bubba, I have been uh, i'm I'm glad you guys are having fun a little bit today. I've been awful critical today now i I know I, I joke that you know hopefully we're the official podcast a little bit longer, and I would love to be able to come out and and share some other information and 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 be able to tell you guys that I have understanding. I've said this before. It's funny, Bubba Joe, how the community uh, can sometimes think that i'm I'm going from one extreme to another. like for example, I can be told by Scopely that I am I am. Being the absolute worst and, 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 you know, presenting information that's not realistic and, and, you know, and being too loud and too critical while at the exact same time, the community can tell me I'm the world's biggest shill. Like, I don't, (laughs) I don't, I don't know that I fully understand how these two things can coincide. That takes skill. I guess so. I guess it, it, You know, it, it's interesting that, that I can talk about that uh, and, and receive these two pieces of feedback. I have been very critical of Scopely today, and I, and, and I will apologize in advance if anybody takes personal offense to it. Um, but I think that it's important for you to maybe recognize and realize that this is what it looks like. You may know You may know what your plans are for last month and this month and next month and the next six months, and you may realize how it all fits together. You often forget, Scopely, you often forget that we don't have the benefit of that foreknowledge. And in this particular case, neither do I. You've not shared anything with me. I know nothing about what's coming. I can only respond as a player. And if I'm responding this way, I'm not the only one right? Can, can, we, can we assume that community? If you guys are upset with me for how I'm talking about this, I'm not the only one thinking it. This is, this is my response. This is my interpretation as a player, not a content creator, not as one of your marketing partners, not as somebody you share information with. Because honestly, when you do that, I can typically find a way to market it. I can at least explain it objectively. I can at least explain what the pros and cons are and give the benefits to the players. Here, I, I just am not seeing it. Here today, I'm having the same gut check reaction that everybody else is having. You can get mad at me. You should be glad that there is a clear and succinct and, and transparent method of, of verbal feedback that's coming to you and saying, listen, maybe we didn't do something so well. Maybe we should rethink what this looks like. Maybe, oh, maybe we should say something.
4: Communication is overrated.
0: Yeah. Clearly they agree, Bubba Joe. Clearly they agree. I will apologize to anybody staffer or community member alike who thinks that I'm being unfair today but I'm here to tell you this is where I am and if I am this is where Trader's been for two months yeah okay like don't think that I'm just making some crap up Trader hasn't played your game in 60 days
6: yep you want to know a secret I miss it less and less each day
0: That's dangerous.
3: I literally took two months off also, Trader, uh, end of last year. And I started playing again, and I'm enjoying the game again. But sometimes you just need a break
0: from this game. Yeah. Well, I mean, that hurts my heart because this is such a huge part of our lives. You know what I'm saying? Like, Really? Like, let's be honest, this is a big part of a lot of our lives. This community is probably a bigger piece of our lives than the game actually is. Agreed. So, Absolutely when, agreed. So when something happens that can actually motivate one of our family to be less interested in us, to be less interested in, in being here and less interested in participating, and, and because, let's face it, Trader's not going to be a host on this show five years after she quits the game. I mean, I hope she is, but why would she be? Every single time we talk about something with the game, she's going to feel, I have nothing to contribute. I don't know what he's talking about. I don't want to lose players like Trader and Bubba Joe and Handy and Mark. I don't want to lose IJ and Wardon and these other players who are loudly and clearly telling Scopely that you have got to do better. Because right now, you are not deserving of our patronage. It's very simple. So, with that, let's take a look at February. Baba Joe, the new tally came out, the Vidar Talios, a.k.a. fondly referred to as the Vidar A. It was met with a lot of skepticism. It was met with a lot of resistance just simply because players didn't want another ship. Players didn't want another specialty ship. Moreover, they didn't want a, a one-trick pony. Now, crazy enough, I find this ship to actually be a highlight of the month, Bubba Joe. I find that the ship surprised a lot of players. It was not a one-trick pony. It has other abilities. It has power behind it. It is basically all the benefit of the original Vidar that we expected Scopely to mess up in the second version of the Vidar. It actually held up. The grind is is being reduced once you get to a certain spot. I do understand tier one, tier two, probably not quite feeling that yet. And we observed that very early. We observed that very early, Bubba Joe. I said at the beginning, you know, even Scooply. Trader, you remember, Scooply came back and said, well, DJs is telling people to keep using the Vidar with the Exos. And what was their response? Well, that's not ideal. Yeah. <laughs> <You> remember that? <laughs> That's not ideal. What? Which-
6: but that just for me just begs the question are they not doing the math are they not doing the calculations to figure out how good or how much better the ship needs to be in terms of you know time and resources to repair it etc that it makes it valuable for players to actually use i I mean
4: i I can answer that question for you trader
6: If the numbers,
4: if if the numbers don't have dollar signs in front of them, they can't do the math.
0: <laughs> well, there's an argument on the other side of that too, bubba. Sometimes they can't get the math even with the dollar signs. All right. Um, <laughs> that being said, that being said, I'm not sure. If, thankfully, let me put it this way, trader. Because this ship at tier three and tier four really is very much standing on its own. Okay, because it is legitimately an actual replacement for the Vidar, probably starting at around Tier 3, Tier 4. Because of that, I'm okay with the transition period. Okay, I really am. You take a look at a G3 Epic, for example, was a low tier, a Tier 1 or a Tier 2 Jellyfish, was it actually better than a Tier 9 Enterprise? It was not. All right. It was actually not up until like tier four, tier five, tier six of the jellyfish is when it finally started actually getting a little bit gooder.
2: <laughs>
0: All right. <laughs> Sorry. That's a new Johnny be gooder? Yeah, I had to throw that in there for a second. All right. It, it, it yeah, Gooder. It did take its time. It took a lot longer to become better than the previous version. This one, that overlap, that transition period is certainly a lot less. I'm a little bit more forgiving. At tier one. It does have its own battle capabilities. It does have its own strength capabilities, and it can hit those hostiles. But with respect to loot and loot alone, the Vidar is still better, but only for a couple of tiers. Only for a couple of tiers. Probably, you know, like I said, tier one, tier two, and maybe tier three, depending on your ops. Tier four, this thing really, really gets strong. Oh.
4: So, DJ, yes. I, I, I agree with what you're saying as far as the the, is the talios, having some potential and serving a lot of multi use purpose. Mm -hmm. I and and what I'm gonna say is you're gonna say, Oh, but they gave it to us. But hear me out. Okay. Mm -hmm. I hate how they rolled it out. I hate how last month they introduced locutus and other research that's like, here Let's make your let's make your Vidar yes. better. Let's make your Vidar better. Your Vidar, your Vidar, your Vadar, your Vidar. The the Exocomps are all for the Vidar. And then they go, Oh, uh, just kidding. Uh, yeah. We're gonna give you a new ship and none of this stuff's gonna work on
0: it. You know, let's address this, Bubba, because there's a lot of information going on in the community, and I gotta be honest with you, I don't even know if I'm right or not. Okay, uh, let's address this. That's a very good point. We said at the beginning that the outlaw research would not work, and that was accurate. It did not. We were all on the same page there. We talked about the researches that specifically mentioned Vidar would not work. However, Borg Refinery, Prime Active Nanoprobes, those did work, and they did. All of that were in unison up until this point, up until right here, because I came out. I was concerned with Lacutus. All right? Kirk skills don't mention Vidar. Locutus skills do mention Vidar. And when I brought that up, I was specifically told, and I've got it screenshotted, I've got the evidence, I was specifically told by Scopely Live Ops that Locutus would work. All right? All right? Further than when it became obvious that it did not work, all right, then we started talking about it within the community. And there was another particular area, another particular area of the community in which they were told, Bubba Joe, that it was not ever supposed to work, right? Is that? Oh, yep. God. Yes. All right. And that was also, by the way, from a scopely staffer so now we have conflicting information coming out of scopely themselves all right they've specifically stated to me that it was supposed to work and they have specifically stated to another group of people that it was never supposed to work now let's talk about what makes sense are you supposed to release content release research into the game that you plan on invalidating 30 days later true or no no obviously not all right which is why i actually believed that lacutus would work i actually believed that they would probably just change the wording on lacutus to actually incorporate both vidar and tally okay that's honestly what i believed and that's what i was told would happen was that lacutus was going to include the tally clearly he's not so now we've got conflicting information coming out of Scopely. Which one is accurate? Well, as of right now, I am the inaccurate one. My source was wrong. As of right now, Locutus doesn't work on anything related to the tally, which provides a huge, huge, huge problem. Because yes, okay. how are you going to release content and literally, content that people paid for, by the way, and literally invalidate it 30 days later? Bubba Joe, if you were going to invest in your tally, then nothing that you invested into was, as far as it pertains to Borg has any good use at all, at least as of this moment, at least as of this moment. Now, I'm going to continue to fight for this because we raised it up. And I pulled in that same exact individual who gave out the opposite information from me. I said, okay, here we all are. Let's hash it out. Who's right and why is it wrong and what are we going to do about it and is it still going to be changed? I have yet to get an answer. But now everybody knows exactly what was said by everybody, when and by whom and at what time and what was said and what was promised and yada yada. Now they're going to have to dig through and make a decision. I'm going to be honest with you. There's only one decision to be made here in my mind. There's only one outcome in my mind. You cannot release content that people pay for and literally take it away the next month, especially when it was told to the community that it would, in fact, work.
4: Oh, but you know how they're going to get out of that, right, DJ? How's that? they didn't tell the community anything you did
0: well that's why i've screenshotted everything
4: i'm just (laughs) that's why i'm just saying i'm just saying because they don't ever tell the community or other than a couple of times a month we get echo to actually say things directly they don't ever tell the community anything and they rely on their content creators to disseminate information and then they can go, well, sure. Oh yeah, no.
0: Yeah. the No, the, the content creators are absolutely plausible deniability for them. I mean, we've talked about that in the past. All right. Like that, that gives them their out almost all the time. That being said, I can assure you, I'm not going to lay on this one. All right. I did the same thing. Gobbles did the same thing. All right. I'm not, uh, I'm not, you know, and, and listen, Captain Planet, I don't know that that's a legitimate Excuse, anyway, he says they'll say, "Well, you get lots of other benefits from lecutus Well, breaking or or removing an ability from lecutus I don't know if I can get behind that, to be honest with you. To be perfectly frank, I don't but know. DJ, if they didn't it.
4: remove it. You can still go use your Vidar. Uh, That's true. That's true. I, I'm, that I, I don't believe any of the things I just said. I'm just. <laughs> saying what he does. is likely to be said back to you
0: yeah well we'll see i'm i'm going to continue to work on that but and since you brought it up is, we wanted to i wanted to touch on that go ahead
6: djs all i have to say is they wonder why we do things that in their mind isn't quote-unquote ideal because it's stuff like that
0: well yeah i mean again this comes back to how do we feel about it you know, if if Scoply knew that Lacutis wasn't going to work, you know, if you knew that Lacutis wasn't going to work, did nobody over there actually ask the question, like, is anybody going to be upset by this? <laughs> I mean, I mean, seriously, did nobody actually have any at all thought? that this was going to end up being a bad idea. How could 100% of people say, okay, that's fine. I mean, for God's sakes, you tell me to pull my head out of my ass? Look in the mirror. Look in the freaking mirror. You think I'm the problem? Yet you guys saw this. You were told about it before the ARC even launched, and you said, ah, it's fine. Who does that? Oh, God. And you wonder why people are angry this month. Yep. You legitimately are shoving packs into the store hand over fist because you just don't get it. Why is revenue down? Because everybody is pissed. Because you make terrible decisions. And because you can't even understand how your own game works. God. It's not that freaking difficult. You want to know why people are angry? It's because of this.
4: It's this stuff. It's the easy things that they continue to screw up month after month after month. You want to say that they thought the officers were going to be good, and that was just a screw up on their part, and that's a hard thing to come up with. By the way, it is, and I agree with that. Fine. But it's easy things like this that should be easy to anticipate that they screw up month after month after month.
0: And it comes from a place of, of two things. It's either A, n- a lack of understanding, right, or B, a lack of care.
6: Well, uh, you know, honestly, DJs, I don't assign this type of thing very often. But when it keeps happening, and when we know that there's been communication, hey, did you guys think about this? Or hey, what's going to happen with this? And then... The opposite of what should be happening keeps occurring. That is neither a lack of care nor just being, you know, incompetent. That's deliberate. That's somebody or somebody's making deliberate choices about thing, how things are going to happen. And, you know, what do you say about that? You put up a 30-day shield and don't play for two months honestly.
0: It upsets me because I care about this game. It upsets me because I care about the people that play. It upsets me because it affects people's enjoyment and people's mood in real life as to how the decisions are handed down in this game. And when they are bonehead, dumb, ill-conceived, not thought out, irresponsible decisions, it makes you wonder, like, what we're even doing here. And you know what? I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one. You know who else has wondered what they're doing here? People who have uninstalled the game. People who have done their funeral, their Viking funerals, within their alliance. Players like Yusuki. Yusuke is still in our chat, still hangs out from time to time. Yusuke was a huge piece of this community, here all the time, every show, never missed a beat, who quit the game. Big country, host of this show, with the community for years, quit the game because he was tired of it. Okay. How many other people who have left the game, How many people who have gone? Gregor still plays, but certainly not to the level that he used to. But he's still around. I still talk to him now and then. All right. How about another player from our own community? Anybody seen Fart Monster Max for a while? Gone. Uninstalled the game. Sick of it. Tired of it. Done with it because Scopely can't get out of them out of out of their way. Max is still here? Yeah, Juby. He still hangs out in the Discord. Game uninstalled. Okay. I mean, that's sad to me. That's terribly sad to me. The games are supposed to be fun. Scopely has lost the sight of that. And and and, and by the way, I acknowledge from their end games are supposed to make money. They have to, baba. I'm not ignorant of that fact.
6: You can do both.
0: Yes, you can. Yes, you can. They have seemingly forgotten that. All right, look at Ripper. Ripper who still plays and enjoys the community and has really pretty much told Scopely he's done working on it. He is, he he has sold stfc.space. He's done with that piece. He's going to focus on the community aspects of it. He hasn't spent a dime in this game since November. He did no events this month. And further, the biggest piece of shock and all when it comes to Ripper He's not even upset that he didn't get the phaser, Trader. Huh,
6: that is something.
0: Uh, yes. You guys think I'm kidding. For him, yeah. He's not Definitely. upset that he didn't get the phaser. Okay? I'm not joking. I'm not kidding. I'm not making anything up. He's spent zero money in the game since November, and for the first time ever, an avatar came out that he did not care that he didn't get. Why? Because even that avatar was not worth what Scopely wanted us to do this month. Now, I digress. I come back and I talk about the tally actually being a bright spot. It was a good, an overall good ship. Some players are saying that lifetime, they can't get back their charge nanoprobes. I fundamentally disagree with that. It could be a long time. All right. It could be a very long time. But it can't be lifetime because there is a point that it grows. Jules Verne could probably do a chart for us. There will come a point. It could even be years down the road that you actually get back the same number of faction credits and all that stuff. But I have never been offended by that. I have told you guys time and time and time and time and time again that you didn't have an unlimited free supply of faction credits when the Vidar first launched anyway. you got to build that thing up. Okay. You got to build that thing up and it's going to take time. Not only there's other pieces of content that you'll miss out on, there's other rewards that you'll miss out on. And how many, I mean, let's say you did tear up the tally to a certain point and then you are eventually able to do vinculum cubes and you pull, I don't know, call it what, what have we seen? Blue Mandalorian, a million charged nanoprobes come out of the vinculum chest. All right, certainly not worth it, but it definitely changes the math on whether or not it gets back to that point. You cannot tell me that it is never, all right, because it is not never. It could be a long time, but it is not mathematically never. And the vinculum chest will change that, okay? Swagger just pulls a vinculum chest, it shows uh, 198,000 charge probes, not as big, okay? And certainly, by the way, I'm not praising the chest, I still think it's Garbo. All right, but there are decent numbers of charged nanoprobes in there. All right, plus as you continue with ops, as you continue with levels, you're going to need more of the faction credits, the independent credits and things like that. The fact that this ship is tier locked crazy enough is going to actually assist with your return. To be fair, to be truthful, the higher the ops you are, the more you're feeling this lack of return right now. Bubba Joe, I am almost, I guess, well, I got it on day eight. For free-to-play, would have gotten it on day eight, so let's say we're 12 days in now of not pulling any faction credits. However, my ship is tier three. So if I was an Ops 39, then 18 days is all I had to put into it, and now I'm done. Now I can go back to drawing faction credits. That is until I turn to 40. Right? So the Ops Locks are actually not unintelligent with this ship. I find a lot about the Vidar Tally to be actually pretty well designed. I am disappointed in the rewards from the Vinculum chest, but that is something different. Okay? Okay. Jug says, what if you're 44, though? Agreed. The higher your ops, the more challenging, or, for example, the more cost you're going to have up front. Because you've got a longer road to hoe to get to 44. That's longer than you are not going to get the charged nanoprobes.
4: All right? Yeah, I agree, DJ. As much as I don't like the ship because it doesn't help me do anything that I actually want to do, Mm-hmm um the ship itself um is it seems like it's a fine ship like it's just it's it's got it's got utility it the leveling up is not awful I mean I understand if you're looking at the materials and parts and stuff that you have to spend in addition to the nanoprobes and you're like that's that's a bridge too far for me I get it but it's not I mean it's not a terrible ship from that perspective Almost everything else about it, the refinery, the the auto-acting net, the auto-acting exocomp, the the cubes, the rest of that is just a dumpster fire, an out-of-control dumpster fire, (laughs) but the ship itself is fine.
0: Well, Bubba has problems with the refinery because he no longer needs what the refinery gives, in fairness, okay, in fairness, but that is not the position of a lot of us, okay? Most of us still kind of need – what the the refinery is paying out not but now granted again another hard miss for upper level g5 i'd say probably what 56 plus they don't need faction credits anymore they don't need charged nanoprobes anymore they don't need independent credits anymore all right so the refinery sucks for players probably 56 plus okay i get that because they, they there's nothing there that they even want all right air raid says we do still need faction credits well I'm not saying that you don't need the faction credits, but you can. In a, in a lot of cases, you can probably afford to convert them with lat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so I don't know. But Maxim 100 dude says I still need faction credits. I'm not again. It's not necessarily about the faction credits, but you. But Bubba, do you let faction credits hold you back from anything you want to do right now, or do you just convert? No. them? Okay, you I just, just convert with lat. That's right, Jux. It sounds crazy to you and I. You're a 44. I'm even a 49. It sounds crazy. But did you know that Bubba Joe can build a miner for about 40 million lat? And he's happy to do that.
4: So let's be clear. This is a not... So if you are a free-to-play, and if you are deck lat is still going to be a problem for you. Faction credits are going to be a problem for you. They are going to be worse of a problem for you moving forward. Mm -hmm. However, if you are spending... In the G five land, you are never going to have to care about faction credits again. And you don't even have to spend much.
0: How much lat comes in a pack for you?
4: Uh the packs released this month were like
0: 1.3 1.3 <laughs> million lat. All right. And and let's not think that Bubba only buys one pack. You know what I'm saying? Like you probably get probably more than one. Anyway. Anyway, the point is, I understand. Like, for us, the refinery might be fine. Okay? Might be fine. They're not impressed. Let me put it that way. They're not impressed with the refinery payout because that is not a currency that is causing them heartburn right now. We've talked about re- currencies that are causing them heartburn. Nadion, Mordinium, <laughs> Tritanium and steel. Like, it's just rare
4: like, skill points,
0: rare skill points, huh? Like th- to tell you how different of a game they're playing air raid. They don't care about rare tactical cores. Does that tell you how different of a game they're playing? They don't care about rare tactical cores. Most of the rest of us are, you see? So it, it's, it's just different. It's a different objective, and that is another problem that Scopely has is that they can't seem to understand that different generations in this game have different needs. They just don't get it. So, anywho, that that is another piece of this. So, I, I, I hear what Bubba says about the refinery. For me, and probably many others, I'm actually not as fussy about the refinery. I see the improvements. I do see... As Batman has pointed out loudly, I do see the upfront cost. I see the upfront sacrifice. I'm willing to do that to get my ship to a tier where I'm going to start making real big withdrawals out of that. Further, I can't say this enough, okay? I cannot say this enough. If you buy directives out of that refinery literally every single day, then I can see the math. That Batman has been trying to push around here that says you'll never get your credits back. And I get that. But that's on you. That's a choice. And no, I do not think you need to buy directives every single day. This is going to be a you thing. All right? You can decide if that's what you want to do. Brent says you need Hugh. And, and I don't disagree. Okay? I do think that you need Hugh but Hugh ain't there right now. Well, I mean, I guess he is. He is. But again, I kind of come back and say, maybe this is just where I am. Maybe this is a sweet spot thing. Okay. I've got way more loot. I've got enough loot to sustain my pulls for probably the next two weeks. Okay. For the next two weeks, Bubba, I could not pull directives. And I could still fully fuel my refinery for two more weeks. So do I need to buy directives every single day? No. No. Guys, this is the piece of the math that you've got to get in your head. Bubba, you said famously on this show not long ago, you said, I have, who doesn't? This is what you said. Who doesn't have 10,000 plus normal, traditional, uncommon Armada directives? People thought you were crazy. Because you are at a spot where the directives come easier and you're not running them as much. You, Baba, right now, you probably have north of 10,000 uncommon traditional directives. True or false? True. True. How much uncommon loot do you have?
4: Oh, God. Hundreds of millions? Tens of millions? At least tens of millions. Okay. Let me see if I can find that. So does Baba Joe
0: need to run an uncommon Armada every day when he opens that chest? Does he? Now, again, if you are in a position, and I fully acknowledge that I am in a sweet spot for this content, there is no doubt about it, okay? I know that I am. I do not expect Karkin to have enough fuel to run his refinery for two weeks. Nor do I expect, Greg, for you guys to be Bubba. I am drawing extreme examples. I do believe I'm an extreme example when it comes to Borg loot. All right, let's just take a quick peek if, if you guys are willing, okay? I have not pulled directives since day eight of this arc. All right, honest to God. I have not pulled Borg Solo Armada Directives since day eight of this arc.
4: Do you have Prime char- Charge Prime? Prime?
0: I did buy Charge Prime, but not at the beginning. I bought Cha- uh, Prime Charge this month when the uh, multiphasic event launched, the first one. So uh, that's when I did it. I bought it that day to get the multiphasic so that I could go in and get Hugh. All right, so whenever that was, what, about a week ago? Nine days ago, that's when I got it. So I've only got nine days of the benefit of that, Karkin. And I didn't buy it up front because I wanted to be able to provide that reasonable perspective. But that perspective, for me, has already been given. All right? I have not bought directives this entire month. So you can't blame that perspective on me. You can't say, well, he bought the prime, so he's fine. I have not pulled a Borg Solo Uncommon Directive Bundle this entire month. I still have 600
4: directives. So you're not participating in the d- event?
0: What event? The one to, to run Borg Solo Armadas? Does it pay based on Uncommons? Yes. Sometimes. Not, uh, some of them do, some of them don't. Okay. So yes. the ones that did, one Armada satisfied my event on that. Was that not the case for most people? One or two Armadas satisfied it?
4: Uh, not one uncommon for me, but I was able to do it with one Armada. Okay. Was for me
0: as well. I actually agree. Well, with the
4: Bama. SMS, but there are leaderboards.
0: I'm not playing Leaderboard. in the leaderboards. Now, listen, that's a choice. That's a choice if you want to do the, uh, the leaderboards. But what have I always said about the leaderboards, Karkin? Know what you have to do and be willing to bite it off. I chose not to bite it off. I did not pursue the solo leaderboards for Borg solo armadas. Okay? I've got 600 Borg solo uncommon directives. I actually still have 600 rare directives, and I've got 2,100 epic directives. Now, let's talk about the loot. This is what is going to – this is my point. And by the way, I do fully acknowledge – that this is a me thing or a sweet spot thing. That is the millions of Borg Solo Armada loot that I am currently holding that will absolutely fuel my refinery for weeks to come. Okay? And I acknowledge that, Shinzola. He says, I can't kill the same targets that you can, and and that is what I'm saying. Literally, strain out, plain as day, that's what I'm saying. I know that I'm in a position to hit targets a little bit differently than a lot of other players. I am in the sweet spot. But this is my point. You don't need 10,000 uncommon directives. Pull them as you need them. Maybe keep a little bank. I don't know what keep a thousand. What do you think is an appropriate number to keep as a bank? Just in case an event came up, we always talk about preparing and keeping a
4: bank, right? What do you think? I think it's at least a thousand because you need to keep the refinery going at a high level so that you can keep the rares coming. And then you have to keep the epics coming. I would because of that loop, because of the tightness of that loop, and the desire to get the things that that loop includes, I think you got to keep a, th- a bank of a thousand. I was, I, I, that's, I was thinking the that's same. My number.
0: I was thinking the same. A thousand. And even right now, I'm holding six hundred. All right, I'm holding six hundred, and but I still haven't replenished it because I know for me that six hundred is actually going to go really far. That six hundred is actually going to go. That's going to carry me pretty well. Because of the targets that I can hit right now, I do agree that for most people, a 1,000 is probably appropriate. Cruzito, would it shock you to hear that if you were holding thousands of these, that if you're hoarding these directives, that you're actually harming your progression? Would that surprise anybody? I mean, it shouldn't. It's actually true in a lot of places in this game. We've talked about it before. Ultra recruits. How many people drained their ultra recruit banks this month on what was actually a very silly and not even worth it event? But how many people did it? I did. I did. Look here, though. Dexy says, not me. Joker says, nope, not me. Tilly says, nope, not me. And I understand. I respect it. The event wasn't worth doing that. You know why I did? I did it only because I know I've got thousands of officer shards sitting in those things. I wanted to see what I could tear up. I wanted a lucky five of 11 pull. Right? I mean, how many of you guys have all the officers maxed that you want maxed? If you're sitting on ultras, you could be sitting on that next tier. Now, that's not to say just go and willy-nilly do it, okay? I'm not saying that, but at least give me an opportunity to. I was glad to see the ultra leaderboard. I was glad to see the ultra leaderboard. It finally, in my head, (coughs) excuse me, it finally, in my head, gave me a justification, Bubba Joe, to dump a bunch of ultras, And it gave me a couple of tears on a few officers. Hey, here's one that's not a big deal to most people. How about two of 11? I get to tear him up now. You know what? That makes me mine just a little bit faster, Bubba Joe. I hate mining. I'd like to get it done and over with as quick as possible. Hugo says, I got your five of 11 full pull here. I'm very jealous, Hugo. I'm very jealous. All right, Blaze says, I literally just maxed one of 11. Kind of crazy, the stats on that guy. Yup. Okay, yup. So here's the thing. Massive hoarding can put you in a very good position for a leaderboard when and if it comes. Let me just point out, there was a leaderboard here, and people still didn't engage. How much are you holding yourself back? How much are you holding yourself back? I am not saying don't hoard. I am on record saying absolutely saving and strategic spending rule this game. But I personally don't see the value in holding thousands of Borg Solo Armada directives. For that reason, Bubba, I will maybe get myself to about 1,000 And that's it. I will not pull directives every single day, and that's the problem. That's the the issue right there. That's the problem with with, uh, Batman's math. He's assuming that you're going to pull directives every day or even every other day. I don't think you need to do that. You need to pull directives often enough to keep your refinery fueled. That's it. The directives should be pulled as needed and should not be a factor in your everyday refinery math. That's just my opinion. Saving is a great strategy. Just don't forget to put food on the table. That's true. That's true. You do need to keep that refinery going, and that is going to largely depend on the targets that you can hit. And even if... You're like Putz, who's come out and said, listen, God, for the love of Pete, I have done everything I can do, and I still can't push up. Well, then there are things that Putz can do. Right, Putz? You can focus on what you asked me about this week. Putz can't get to the next target. So you know what he's doing? He's trying to find a way to two-ship his armada that he can hit.
1: His- oh, I can already two-ship them. But the problem is, is that, uh, when I do that, um, my maximum loot pull, uh, per the 41, uh, uncommons is 40 K. And I need, then that means I need two Armadas to pull a double pull so that I can do rares every other day. Now I can't, I can't get any, I, I've got a whole bunch of rare loot, you know, and once I get into the forties. Um, so that I can spend it when that chest opens up. But until I get to 42, I am stuck doing, basically, I need to average one Armada a day so that I can pull the double pull every other day so that I can run one rare yep. every other day. No, I get to it. Keep if that's what
0: fuels your refinery, then you're just at that weird, awkward spot, yep. right? And, and that, that's it. And that I'm, does that's exist. That's and by the way, I'll remind you, Putz is... Is a 39 still and and despite my best efforts i can't get him to pull the trigger to 40 because i think his game gets better at 40.
1: i've told actually, him actually i can announce that i will be uh ops 40 at the end of march before the april uh arc i plan to be ops 41 at the end of april before the may arc And before my birthday, uh, at the end of May, I plan on being a 42. Well, let's not get too crazy, okay? But congratulations on that!
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, congratulations on that, because you know what? Honestly, I've told him I think he's holding himself back a little bit at 39. So good for you. And you know what? Here's what's going to happen, okay? Here's what's going to happen. Now, at 40 and 41, probably not going to be a huge – I mean, material-wise, it's going to be a big change, all right? But you know what? For him, for these solo Armadas, where he is struggling now, he needs 42. Why does he need 42? Come on. Why does he need 42, community? It's a very obvious and clear answer. It is, okay, you guys are saying a new ship. No, not for me. I didn't build a 42 ship. I didn't do the 42 ship. I would still encourage him to skip that. What is he going to do? He's going to do Angel in Disguise. And that, you guys, listen, look at all of these screenshots. Look at all of these people that are punching up on targets. All of these people that are using crew now. Does he need a level 42 ship to do Mantis? Not anymore. Can he Can he use a G3 epic ship to punch all the way up to level 49 armada targets? Yes, he can. Because it's all about the crew. It's all about his research, and I can assure you, Putz is very well researched. Shield says, are you still saying to skip the 42 uncommons? I have not found a reason to go back and do it. Now, Galvanox says skipping the 42s is a bad idea in the current game. I, You know what? Here's why I'm going to agree. Here's why I might agree with that, because Putz clearly doesn't spend money. It's going to be a long time. And that's been my caveat, hasn't it, Bubba? I've said that. If you're going to spend, then you can skip the 42. If it's going to be a year before he can build a pylum, he's going to need a 42 uncommon. Have I not said that? think i've been pre- you have
4: you have but i actually think um this is something that is currently evolving um it is changing. and i'm glad yeah. the conversation went here right um because i was talking to someone on my server and i'm like why are you spending money on your on your um uh it was the uh federation ship which one is the federation ship the for kelvin 42. the kelvin kelvin and i'm like why are you spending he's like because i need it for the solo armadas and I'm like, your other ships don't get there. And this person has Angel in Disguise. You know, they've got a, a level or at the level or two of that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I I I gotta have the I gotta take the Kelvin and I gotta take uh my Newton. And I'm like, okay, I get it. This is this is something that is different that has caused the game to evolve slightly. And I think that I agree with that. We yep. might be approaching a position where those uncommon ships, after having been in the game for 75 years, might possibly have some value for people to invest in now the one thing i will still say is regardless of whether you want to engage in that loop and you need to get more ships there do not this has not changed do not overlap ship classes agreed do not do not do not there are not enough there are still not enough at my level at 59 there are not enough G4 parts to go around. Agreed. Do not overlap your ships. You will find that you are then completely bottlenecked by that. So if you're going to build exactly a G4 correct. ship, make sure you are, you are planning out exactly which G4 ship is going to be to which class. And the only one that you might possibly be able to get away with doubling up is which one, DJ?
0: Oh, I don't know. Probably the battleship one. Oh, well, no. no, it would be it would be whatever ship type is...
4: Explorer Explor- because of Jelly uh, Brawl. Okay. It is
0: Explorer yeah, because of Jelly Brawl. And Cerritos. Yep. Yeah, Cerritos gives yep. that Yep, G- Cerritos yeah. and Jelly Ball. I didn't think about that. The Explorer, that makes sense. I was going to say, whichever one you plan on being your level 50 epic, because it's going to be a long time. <laughs> You've got time to kind of recover, right? So, But, yeah, no, for that other reason, Explorer makes sense, too. I would also say, listen, you know, viably... Whatever you plan to be your G4 epic is a long time away, so you could probably plan on doubling up with those parts. Me, personally, though, I followed that advice. I've got an Interceptor and a Pylon. I didn't build a 42. I'm planning on a Tribune at 50. That's Battleship and Interceptor, so I know that I can come back and build a Cori, which I actually plan on doing. Now, it's a G4 ship. Uh, I'm sorry, a G4 Rare, but I have nothing that's taking Explorer parts, so I've got a bunch of those. I am going to also build a Corey, but that gives me one of each of the three ship types in that G4 range. And, uh, and, and But Bubba's right. The parts problem is significant, so don't double up there. That is a really, really good point, point. And, and why I might say to somebody like Putz that it's not a bad idea to build a G4 Uncommon. It depends on how quickly he thinks he can get there. Now, Putz, you mentioned you're going to go three ops levels in three months. Are you able to continue that kind of burst? Like, how long have you even mapped out? How long would it take you to get to ops 46? Because if it's less than six months, I don't think you build a G4 uncommon. It's just me.
1: No, I have not not mapped anything out beyond 42. Um, I am three-quarters of the way to a uh, Katinga um, in blueprints just from grinding in Kronos. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to let that happen naturally. And if that's the first one I build, I'll build it. But I plan on riding my T9 uh, Ent, my T9 Augur, and my T8 uh, uh, D4 that I'll have as I go through this process. I'll, I'll end up there with those. I'll ride that as long as I can. And hopefully I get to 46 with that. That's my plan.
0: So, yeah, I don't think that's necessarily a bad plan. Those are very capable ships. Those are very capable ships. So, anywho, uh, we need to take a break. When we come back, Bubba, we'll get ready to wrap up. We'll do a little bit of battleship, and and we'll kind of come back. I, I know we probably didn't really talk about the arc in general. We did talk about the tally. We've talked about these directives. Uh, that's actually a pretty good analytical breakdown discussion on the tally. I appreciate it all points, both positive and negative. I appreciate Batman's math, even though I don't I don't fundamentally agree with it, but I do appreciate and respect. and he is right about something, Bubba Joe. I mean, the math is irrefutable, okay? If you buy directives as often as possible, you will you're pushing back your payback. For years. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, you're pushing that payback for years. He's not wrong. His math is solid. I think it's his interpretation of the data. All right. I think his interpretation of that data is where we should look at that data and then make an adjustment to our strategy. Should we actually not? Buy directives every single day? Or should we actually still buy directives every single day? Should we do it for three months until we get, you know, 5000 in the bank and then slow down? Like where? You should use that data and develop your own strategy for the possibility of increasing your payout. His math is correct. Let's not, let's not dispute that. I think now you need to look at that data and make a different assumption than what he did his assumption is that you're pulling directives as as often as you can and I don't think that is the assumption that players should be working with I think you should be looking at as kind of an as-needed kind of thing that's a very very valuable currency now do we need to just stock it up in the pantry that's like that's like I don't know man I'm trying to think of an example you know, a real-world example of something you would stash away in, 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 like, a zombie apocalypse basement. Something that would actually be really, Twinkies. really nice and good for you now. Twinkies? Yeah. Give me the Twinkies now. I don't want to wait to eat the Twinkies. I want the Twinkies now. I don't want to wait for a zombie apocalypse that could never happen. All right? Beefaroni? That's another one. I want the beefaroni right freaking now. I love beefaroni. Oh, my God, I want beefaroni right now. Legit, I want to eat a can of beefaroni straight from the can. I'm hungry I just not realized I'm hungry
4: I need Beck's sound effect
0: what is wrong with you nothing you don't get that sound effect (laughs) I want beefaroni from the can and I want it right now (laughs) guys we're going to take a break when we come back battleship we wrap up the conversation Bubba not fully uh finished talking about this entire arc as a matter of fact we probably only talked about You know, you joked on the last segment. You said, well, if we're only going to talk about the good thing, we don't have a lot to say. We didn't get to the technical failures. We didn't get to some of the larger misses this month. We didn't get to the Apple iOS bug, um, all of which deserve to be discussed and at least acknowledged as we're preparing our final grades. But we don't necessarily have the time in which to do it today. So we've started our conversation, and I'm going to give the panel an opportunity to wrap up on the tally, the refinery, the new Borg loop, uh, on the other side of the break, as we finish part one of our prep for final grades, Bubba Joe, go ahead I, real quick.
4: I gotta be honest, DJ. Those, those things you just rattled off, I didn't notice any of them.
0: What the the tally, the refinery?
4: No, no, not the the stuff before that. The the technical issues and the you know the oh. uh, the Apple bug. I mean, I knew it existed, but I'm like, I, I mean, how bad is it? that I've come to expect we are going to have catastrophic technical issues month after month.
0: It's a sad state of affairs. Let's just leave it at that. It's a sad point. You know, it's kind of like what I said earlier. Like, it's it's sad that we're kind of just getting to the point where, like, we expect Scopely to be awful. Like, and... Why why, it's the new normal. why? are they comfortable? Why are you guys okay with that? I'm, I'm going to have to ask Echo that question this week. We've got the state of the game coming up this Friday on Rev stage. And, and honestly, I'm not going to be as angry as I was today. I've been very angry those last two weeks, Bubba. You've seen it behind closed doors. You've seen it in the chat. I'm very – I am – I'm at the end of my rope, all right? I am just – I'm borderline no holds barred. I have used very colorful language with more than one Scopely staffer. I, I and and I have been responded to with an equal amount of frustration regarding my commentary from more than one Scopely staffer. All right, are you feeling aggressive tendencies, Captain? I am feeling some. I'm feeling some aggressive tendencies. All right, I have been emotionally compromised. I got where you were going with that, Bubba Joe. Very well Thank done. Thank you. I have been emotionally compromised. All right, and and Scopely knows it. Scopely, I think, also is feeling the, feeling the pressure. I, I, listen, they're not happy. I, I can tell you this. Most of the ones that I talk to, they, it's not from a place of don't care. Okay, really, truthfully, I know this. I know Echo cares. I know Beck cares. I know Live Ops cares. I know this ARC runner cares. I think that there are deeper problems at Scopely. I think there are some extremely alarming problems over there making decisions at Scopely. And and I plan on asking the following question. How, Mr. President, can Scopely be okay? How is it that they are satisfied with the level of customer satisfaction currently being experienced within the game? Like what company feels like they're at an appropriate blend of satisfaction versus, you know, monetization. Because it's never going to be 100% customer satisfaction, Bubba Joe. I acknowledge that. But should it be 20%? Should it be 30%? Like, are should they be okay with the fact that we're all this grumpy? Should they be okay with the fact that all of their content creation team is digging on this arc, should they be okay with this? And why are they okay with it? Why aren't they doing better? That's about the only question I've got for Friday's show. Literally, honestly, so that's the only question I have. I know he's not going
6: to answer you. I'm sorry. He's not going to answer you.
0: I'm gonna send it. To, I'm gonna send it to him. Right now. I'm gonna send it to him with plenty of advance notice, so he can actually come out with something unique and creative for the answer to this. Because I honestly yeah. want an answer. How is You're it? Not gonna- How can You're not- Scopely continue to behave
6: this way? DJs, I will bet you a steak dinner when we are in California that he does not answer that question.
0: You know, it's interesting. And in the chat says they still made money. That's why, but did they? I I'm so not, i have an not enough, on not enough. But- not enough. Anyway, they might have made money, but they're clearly not satisfied with the amount of money they made. They're feeling pressure, hence why your your store is polluted with packs. Yep. Okay.
4: Jorg Jorg has the quote exactly correct in the chat. This is what the answer you're going to
0: get. We acknowledge and we'll do better. Yep. Well,
6: yeah, Which isn't an answer.
0: No. Correct. That
6: isn't an answer.
0: And quite honestly, Scopely, we're done with that answer. I don't buy it anymore. You will do better. It's time no. to prove it. Put up or shut up. Okay? We've listened to the propaganda long enough and you continue to decline in customer service, you continue to decline in game design, you continue to decline in product development and implementation and technology. Like, seriously, this is not even the same game as it was a year ago. I'm tired of hearing you're going to do better. How about just freaking do better?
4: And that's that's where I come from, DJ. Like, I get the technical issues. I- I am, I come from a position of I can forgive a number of technical issues. I find coding and th- what goes into making a 4X game very complex. And Scopely has taken the stance of we're not going to rotate things out. We're not going to make changes. We're not going to correct things when there are mistakes. We're just going to let it fly. And then we're just going to make it worse. We're going to do something bit above and beyond that. That's their stance. Lots of game companies do that. Some of them are even successful at doing it. I don't know what Scopely is. I can forgive that there are technical things that come up. They don't always control their platform or um, what is going to happen to them. So I can forgive some, sometimes a lot, of technical issues. What I can't forgive is bad game design. That's where I... Because you control that. You should know the ins and outs of your game. You should know exactly what is going on in your game and should be designing content to be relevant within your game for the people that are going to be earning this content, that are going to be either paying for or working in the game to earn this content. That's the part that I think is unforgivable more than the Apple bug and some of these other technical things, which are bad and they need to be better at, but I cannot forgive the things that they 100% control and screw up anyway
0: <laughs> i like blue's comment i'm gonna read this as we take our final break bubba joe i want scopely <laughs> this is actually so good oh my god i just lost it it jumped off the screen
4: no i lost it Blue. I, want I got it i want scopely to lower my coffin into my grave just so they can let me down one last time <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is so amazing and with that We take our final break. Uh, This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We return in a moment. Hang on. PvPTarget.com is a site with a whole host of tools for the players, not only at veteran status in this game, but also for brand new players. Giving you insights into PvP banding, crews, and ROE used by many servers, PvPTarget.com can help you get your feet under you with respects to all things player versus player. Visit their website for our player's guide regarding lawful attacks, warships, and even a glossary of terms for use right here inside Star Trek Fleet Command. Visit PvPTarget.com today. That's PvPTarget.com. Com. Today's show brought to you in part by Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse, your one stop shop for all toys, whether for pleasure, professional, buying, selling, or just remembering your childhood. Visit them online at Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse for the toy collector in all of us. This
5: program is made possible in part by a grant from Irish Fling, the heavy duty soap that removes all traces of perfume and cologne from that lunch hour quickie.
1: Miss our latest Go Anywhere summer package, where you can fly to any destination east of the Mississippi River and west of the Appalachian Mountains for only $100 each way. Sound too good to be true? It's just the latest deal from Blue Sky Airlines. Does not include any city larger than 10,000 people. Blackout periods may apply between 4th of July and Labor Day. Prices may not include check luggage, overhead storage, or any type of legroom. Extra fees may be charged for online booking, seatbelts, bottled water, and in the case of emergency, fresh oxygen.
0: I love The Offspring. Oh, it's good. Welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live with The Offspring. The kids aren't all right. And, Bubba Joe, I might even argue that the players are not all right. Right? Nope. (laughs) The players are not all right, Scopely, and it's coming high time. That you got to do a little, little, little something about it. Uh, We are getting ready to wrap up here, Trader. And uh, we're going to kind of come around the horn. I'm just going to let the panel kind of sound off. I was kind of thinking that there were more stuff, uh, more things that we could talk about. Um, For example, the Apple iOS thing, players getting kicked out of their accounts. You know, that's still happening. I still (laughs) have a player, at least one that I know of, who is still not back in the game. This That's is ridiculous. day six. Day six. All right. Galvanock says one of ours just got back in yesterday. I'm also aware of a person on my server who just got back in yesterday. Okay. I mean, it, it, th- this, okay, let me, maybe, I don't know. How many, how many players, how many players actually got affected by this? Because you know what? I can, like Bubba said, I can sometimes be understanding of technical issues. The explanation on the Apple iOS thing is not that complicated, okay? Apple has been telling game companies for a long time that there were going to be changes made to the game center, right, Bubba Joe, that there were going to be changes made to the authenticity, uh, the authentication protocols, okay? So – that has been coming for a long time. Now, one could say, well, Scopely's been warned for a long time. They should have gotten it together. On the other hand, that deadline actually hasn't approached. Okay? The deadline has not approached Bubba Joe. Scopely was was actually trying to roll out the changes necessary for this change. and And obviously, they broke something. I don't think that it was waiting, you know, too late against you know against the deadline. I think that this was just something that could have been tested by QA. I mean, how do you how do you launch this? Right? I, I don't understand. I how do you launch this? Okay. So Vengeance says the issue is unacceptable. They got fair warning, and they did. And crazy enough, the deadline hasn't even hit yet. All right? Scoply was actually trying to roll out the preparation for this new thing a little bit early, and that's fine. Actually, I applaud them for doing that. How did it make it through? Right? How did it actually make it through? It shouldn't have. Now, you know where they really get faulted for me on this? Is that it took so long for customer support to fix these people. That That is what I have a larger problem with, Bubba Joe, why, why is there a player that's still out?
4: I, I I have a I have a story that that I can share with you offline. I can't share it on the show because of where I got it from, but it would <laughs> it <laughs> would crack you up on, regarding this exact issue. It's it's, frustr. It's, it's other than the fact that it was extremely frustrated to go through, it was absolutely hilarious the response that this player got.
0: You know, Kirk says it's not their fault. It's Apple's, right? You know. No, I'm not going to say that. is the one who broke their client. The reason that they, that they had to modify the client is because Apple's making changes. So I'm not going to blame Apple. I'm not even going to blame Scopely for why it happened. Okay, I understand why it happened. I don't fully agree with that it should have been released that way, but I do understand why it happened. And sometimes errors occur. Fine. You know what you've got an obligation to do? You've got an obligation to... <laughs> to not sit on it for six days, and affected players need to be responded to swiftly and with precision and priority and compensation. As a matter of fact, I'm going to share with you a screenshot that was sent to a member, a player here on my own server, okay? Well, he was out until yesterday. He was out for five days, Bubba Joe. So he sends customer support a ticket and asks to be compensated for the SMS events and his battle pass points. Just battle pass points. That's not unreasonable. Commander, going into the matter of your request, as much as we understand your feelings towards your position, I'm afraid that we cannot grant you battle pass points or any additional scores for events you've missed, even in consideration of your account lockout rest assured that our teams have taken note of your thoughts and will take your experiences into consideration moving forward oh my dear god Uh i I
6: try not to get angry at people that you know are clearly not the ones making these decisions but Holy buckets! I would have a hard time keeping my mouth shut if that was reading
0: me. that when the player sent it to me. What in the ever living hell?
6: Uh, Wh-
4: yep. What? Blue, Blue nailed it again. He translated for you.
0: <laughs> Hold on. Uh, yeah, dear commander, get utterly and completely boned. Thank you, Blue. Uh that was. Editor's prerogative, right there, Bubba Joe. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, uh, that's what I read. I mean, yeah, I mean <laughs> what? What? Unbelievable. Scopely. What?
5: Uh, what?
0: I, I, I. There's no commentary for that. You, you should be embarrassed. You should literally be flat-out embarrassed. And and further, you should come out literally right now, this minute, and be like, yo, DJ, we didn't even know that happened. I am so sorry. Come on this stage right now and defend these actions or refute them. And come out and be like, okay, obviously, there was a breakdown in communication with customer service. Please, obviously, if you miss battle pass points, if you miss solo milestones as a result of our broken client, we're going to take care of you. Clearly that is the right thing to do. And obviously this just got mishandled in communications with customer service will handle it is the correct and obvious
6: answer. Which is why they'll never do it. They'll never do it because that is the correct and obvious response. That is what any of us who deal with the public either providing a service or providing goods. That's what any of us would do in that situation. Any of us, right? Even in my job, if someone was that utterly irate, I would do something to make it right. <laughs> my blood and... pressure is
0: high just reading it. I didn't get it. I wasn't That's, affected. That goes, but good DJ, that goes, God.
6: That goes back to what I said before, which is this is not a case of not being smart enough to know the right thing to do or not knowing your game. It has nothing to do with like, this is beyond not caring. Like this is past that point. It's, we know we did something that totally screwed you over and too bad for you. That's what that answer is. And that just has a connotation of deliberate, um, uh, I don't want to say the word that's coming immediately to mind but it's it's a deliberate decision to wrong a player
0: it's it's absolutely it's shocking and unbelievable it's shocking and unbelievable that that response could have ever been sanctioned to be sent by customer support oh wow Mm-mm-mm. does do better even cover it anymore
6: no no it doesn't
1: i, I think it has gone to the point of do something <laughs> not just do better like, like like do something in that they didn't even do anything in that case
0: <sighs> i mean it's, you know look at look at the chat this player is obviously extremely patient because he asked me for help in escalating this, what what he deems is obviously extremely unfair, and who wouldn't agree with that? The chat is kind of pointing out, like, I would instantly quit if I got that response. I I can't – I don't – I don't want to just blindly say that I would instantly quit, but, man, I, I would certainly be entertaining the idea. This player has patience. He asked me for assistance, and he was kind. He was polite. He was civil. There was no dirty language used. He was just like, "Man, I don't think this is quite right." Is there anybody you can ask? Maybe try to help me out? Well, absolutely, I will. Because what the heck, man? <laughs> God, I don't. There's nothing even else to say. Scopely, this this is a perfect nightcap. This is an example of the continual missteps and failures you've demonstrated all month long. This is the summary to your month. And you wonder why players are upset. You're shocked you're not making money. I'm shocked that you're shocked. Scopely, I'm shocked that you're shocked. With that, Bubba Joe, we will conclude our first piece of the recap of this month, the grading of the arcs. Grades will come on Wednesday. Uh, this coming Friday, live on Twitch, will uh, Rev Deuce will be hosting the State of the Game Address with myself and community manager Echo. I will tell you, I plan on being relatively quiet. I don't want to derail it like I did last time, Bubba. I, I, I caused problems last time, <laughs> so I'm just going to sit back and probably not say much. Um, I will say this. You know, somebody, somebody a lot of people have been asking me if I'm going to fail the, the arc, Bubba. I can't, all right? I know. Listen, people are going to continue to bust my chops on this. I can't fail the arc because the tally I find to be good I also like the rewards from this month. I found that to be good. Those are two, those are two positive things, okay? So, no, it can't be a fail. You guys have, have remembered me. Say the way that I grade, Bubba, is not the way that you grade. It's not a 50-50 equals a grade, a fail. See, it's already starting. Look, shill, shill! It's not – I don't grade that way, all right? Like, if it was just pure, utter garbage, total trash, no redeeming factors, I grade an F at 0%, Okay? I do. All right. You're right. I, Brand, I think it's fair to say on a DJ's curve, a C is a fail compared to anybody else. It probably is. It probably is. All right. Because Bubba says a 50-50. You a- can't fail it. It had a purge day. So. <laughs> <laughs> See, there was, there's so. one or two good things. That's what I'm saying, athlete. The Dabo tokens, though, right? I, I'm with you. So, like, it, it can be a fail for me, not the way that I grade, not the way I've graded for four years, the way so Bubba I think it's grades. A of pers- it, yeah, the way Bubba it, grades, it could a, be a fail.
4: It, it's a matter of perspective, DJ. So you live in the world of customer feedback, one to ten, one to five. Right? I do, yes. And and you're like a ten or a nine. Like I'm, I want all of them to be tens. But if I get some nines or I get an eight, I'm not, I'm not breaking the bank over that, right? I'm, I'm happy that I got these high ratings. It's when I get the ones and the twos that I have a problem. Maybe, right? we, the should. A Maybe
0: we should move but, from grades to a 10-point a scale. That would be but, more
4: justifiable in my head. But from my perspective, you know, <laughs> I've taken a lot of school and did a lot of tutoring and some teaching along the way. Putts in his environment. For us, half the work is a fail. Right? If you If you're getting only half the work done, that's that's a fail because that's the academic environment that we're coming from. If you want to come up with some sort of unified scale of how we should rate things, I'm fully accepting that I can conform to something hey, like that. Hey, hey, hey. But I it's a started mar- this thing out wanting to do a, a, a he convoluted did. He scale wanted the grade. System. Even
0: even Rev has come out with a math <laughs> formula now for grading. That was that was never what I wanted it to be. I just wanted it to be a forum for conversation and kind of a fun little thing. It's turned in – I mean it's it's snowballed out of control. Rev is now doing mathematical rubrics. OK, like he's using he's got mathematical rubrics. Karkin came out with like a 20 point worksheet for grading the arc. All right. I just like this but is way bigger than I ever wanted to a had a
4: conversation point. Like it would have been like talk about it, Add a, you know, give it a score and then all those scores add up and you don't even get to pick your grade.
2: It's
0: just based on whatever scores you've been giving it throughout. You know, you grade as you go. See, Kirk, Kirk is, is in my mindset. He's like, DJ grades on a 10-point scale, just like Bubba Jodis said. And he said, listen, if I, were, if I were going to grade this arc that way, it would be a 3 out of 10. And you know what? I can actually agree with that. A 3 out of 10 is 30%, Bubba. That would be failing in school. But that's not how I look at it when I'm looking at letter grades. But if I'm looking at a 10-point scale, I could legit give it a 3 or a 3.5 or a 4. No better. Four is the absolute max. So maybe it's just my own interpretation of my own grades. Maybe we should absolutely move to to a five star system. In which case, this arc would be one and a half stars. Is that a more realistic? Can we or use reasonable? bananas instead of stars? We could use bananas. You guys want to use a ten banana system? <laughs> one, a five banana system. If you guys want to move, it was so the Haggis says, so wait, all these years, we're just now learning that DJ is bad at understanding grading and scoring. Yes. Yes. We've said that we've, we, we've agreed. We've understood why I have such a mind block to the way the grading works. Maybe I'm one of those teachers, Bubba, that would pass you no matter what, like just pass you like, to, to make you not my problem anymore. Right? <laughs> it's oh, everybody so passes. <laughs> Oh God! It's two out of ten kittens. All right, two paws out of ten. All right, two fluffy unicorns out of ten. So, this so is can I... not good work. It's not. So,
4: so is a one like an abject failure? Nothing Stop, went right, Bubba Joe, that's you the lowest. <laughs> no, no, no I'm, I'm. This is a serious question. You said it's like a one and a half out of five, right? Is one like the lowest it can be, or, or is it actually? I don't a zero think out of five? I don't think
0: you can do it. when zero when they ask you to do a one to ten. There is no zero. Okay, one okay. is is the worst, right? One is extremely unlikely. How likely are you to refer this game to somebody else with one being extremely unlikely and ten being extremely likely? <laughs> so
4: <laughs> a, a, a one and a half answer. out of five, right? A one and a half out of five where one is just the worst score you can possibly have, is a really, really low score. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just pointing out that that would be the equivalent of like a 10%.
0: No, it'd be 15%.
4: No, because you only went half a star off of one. (laughs) You went half a star off the lowest score you could possibly get. One
0: star is 10%. Like there's no such thing as a 0% score. But one to 10,
4: in honest, it's one to five.
0: Oh, so twenty percent? Yeah, so one and a half stars would be thirty mm-hmm. percent. No, yeah, DJ,
4: you you're, math again. Bubba. You're still saying it starts at zero. <laughs> you're still doing this as if it starts at zero.
0: Wait, so those things are all divided by nine? I can't handle this anymore. Like, can we just stop? It's time. I can't. I can't. All right, we're gonna take. We're gonna play a game of Battleship. We're. Oh, God. Oh, God. K21 says, wait, I thought you learned not to talk about rounding and truncating after that one show. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to Talking Trek's Battleship, where you indeed have a chance to win some pretty nice prizes right here and now. Oh, God. Contest to pick. And we're going to say congratulations. Why isn't it? Okay, there it goes. Congratulations to Black Ushkar. Black Ushkar, you've got a chance to win. (laughs) Baba Joe, uh, while we're waiting on Ushkar to come up to the stage, I will remind you that there have been guesses in the Battleship Clues Room. Hopefully, you've been down there and you had an opportunity to update your card. Only moments ago, I saw an updated card get posted here in the chat uh from my understanding bubba joe the fifth and final ship is still hiding out in space the mantis was destroyed earlier this week simpi Italia, patirix they all took opportunities they were all misses bubba joe which means the fifth and final ship is indeed hiding somewhere in space do we have ushkar Ushkar, are you ready to take a guess inside the Battleship War Room? I don't see him typing. He might not be here. I'm going to give him another few seconds, Bubba Joe. we got to draw another one. You know, wouldn't that be funny? Cookie Monster says that Stella is cloaked. What if this entire game was all about feeding you a real super subtle hint about content that's still to come? <laughs> You heard it here first, Bubba Joe! The cloakable, boostable, loot gain Stella B is confirmed for the March Arc. <laughs>
4: I have a response to that DJ.
0: <laughs>
4: There's my response.
0: What's your response? Oh, Bubba Joe just post a ship or an image of a 30-day shield. There you go. All right. It doesn't look like Ushkar is is guessing. Does anybody see Ushkar's guess? I don't see it. We're going to have to draw another one. All right. Contest pick. Got to move quick. Got to move quick. I'm over my time. I got to go. What's up, Blaze? Wait. Didn't Blaze just play? Didn't Blaze just win? Oh, God. I don't have time for this, traitor. I
6: think think he won on Twitch, DJ's. I'm pretty confident he did.
0: On Battleship? Or no? Just all oh, so it wasn't Battleship, so he can play.
6: I think so. Let me double check right now. Sorry.
0: I'm you, not. You can't technically win twice within 30 days. However, I did set the Battleship game apart. So if he won on okay. a different show, he can play on Battleship or vice versa if he won on battleship he can play
6: i'm looking at the battleship list now he's not one on played on battleship
0: okay all right blaze you've got an opportunity then blaze says i've never played battleship well let's get your guess blaze i need your guess so that we can we can end the show (laughs) i've had (laughs) enough i've I've yelled too much today i'm probably going to get in trouble all right uh blaze says echo six all right very good computer E six, please. Let's get the guess, huh? E six.
6: Echo. Six. Oh, really?
0: Quiet. Wait, what's wrong with E six? Was it already guessed? Yes. What? uh, He already. He already. That's literally the last person's guess. (laughs) (laughs) That was the very last one. Wait, that's. Oh, blazed. Blazed
4: didn't even have to search for it. It's right at the bottom
0: of the list. <laughs> oh, Blaze. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's that's not going to work. It's right there. Okay. Well, that's okay. It's not a big deal. Everybody makes, makes mistakes. Okay. He was just testing that you're moving it around theory. Yeah, he was making sure that I didn't actually move it. Obviously. He was trying to catch me. All right. Uh, I don't want to play again. I want to end the show. It's almost six o'clock. I'm hungry. I haven't had dinner. I've got to get on the road. I've got a five-hour drive ahead of me tonight. I mean, come on. I could maybe, I could maybe come let's, and. No, it's it's let's kill it. Let's. All it, right, that's it. Right out. the game is over, ladies and gentlemen. It's Talking Treks Battleship. You've got an opportunity to play. Next show, we will still also have opportunities in the off-air room. That's the Battleship War Room. Go down, make sure you're registered there. We'll be drawing names in there for off-air guesses in Talking Treks Battleship, your chance to win great new prizes. Bubba, all in all, as we uh, announce that our grades will be issued, our ratings, Can, can we do that? Can we change it, Bubba? Are you and the entire panel on board with changing from grades to ratings? Can we do that? Yeah.
2: it's Let's it's do it. your deal.
0: You that tell me might you want it to be done. see. Here's the but thing: you
6: do need to give us you do, do need to give us the ability to give zero stars.
0: <laughs> um, the the on a scale from one to ten. Okay, on a scale from one to ten, Trader.
6: That being said, minus thirty.
0: Minus minus thirty. <laughs> that being said, maybe it's time for us to move to ratings because you know we started the grades and now everybody does it. Everybody's copying me So maybe we should change it. We'll go to ratings now All right, let's go to ratings and and then we'll You will change it up again later. My
4: my my feelings on the arc are definitely rated uh, TV (laughs) MA
0: That's coming up Wednesday then ratings for February grades are dead no more grades now They'll get a scale, a scaling rating from 1 to 10. That comes up this coming Wednesday. Uh, Also, coming up Friday, the State of the Game Address with Echo, Rev, and myself. That'll be live on a platform of Rev's choosing. That'll be coming up. Also, I'd like to uh, invite you to visit our website where we got links over to our YouTube where I know I did bad this month, but, you know, I wasn't the only one. (laughs) <laughs> okay? Scooply gives me something to talk about that I can do more. Okay? Uh, in fairness, though, I was, I was spending a lot of this month working on the studio. That has taken a lot of my time, Trader. I'm probably 30-plus hours working in the studio. Uh, and that will be, should be, hopefully, over. Mostly after next week. I'm still waiting on some last minute parts. I had to order some new parts. So, hopefully, once I get those parts deployed, I'll pretty much be done, which means that uh, definitely, absolutely, Trader, in the month of March, we will be celebrating our reveal. That is absolutely 100% coming. And uh, also, just in case anybody was curious or anybody was was interested i am on twitch uh sometime in the next week or so we are going to explore the magical world of hogwarts uh we are going to break into the hogwarts game it's taking the world by storm we're going to investigate it ourselves as a furry magical cat that is going to happen this coming week i would invite you to visit our twitch channel by visiting us online at TalkingTrekSTFC.com, where you can find links to our youtube our twitch all this other great stuff and including our gold Patreon program, where I'd like to thank players right now who have contributed at a level of $10 or more per month. Thank you, Lord Neelix, Lady Cast Trader, Tucker Moorstock, Hostels, Iron Chef, Virtual Army, DeLao, Mechrack, Hammerhead, J. Regis, Jberg, Shady Pines, Big Shakes, Lobot, Auto Obsession, It's Hunter, Tagore, Cruzito, Ransusi, Katana, Hank, Abe, DJ Gur, MC101, Late Nighter, Light Bull, Louis P, Zalmanar, Zinfred, Peppy, Stormbringer, Bills Mafia, Bayonetta, Grog, Doran, Archangel, Smoke, Mohawk, Dogs Rule, Cats Drool, Jenski, Papa Smurf, Jason, Captain Jack Morris, Vinium, Scorpionis, Archer, Yusuki, Arian, the Professor, Traders, has Got Faith of the Heart, Steve, Ragnar, Liam, and Dominus, <laughs> Casey Jones, Ripper is Gone, Chronic Break, This Fella, Jesus Christ, Wet Willy Joe, Canine Tooth, Darth Adama, Sir tail General Chaos, Warren A. Fox, Judge Cran, G Force, Bamenka's Cap and Q, Plain Simple, Garrett Game, Jr., Admiral Inwater, Cha Chai Roar, Scarlet Hawk, Lucer Kendall, Less Star Trek, More Hello Fresh. Thank you, IJ. 7 m 9, Jagga, Nevigo, Full Tilly, Blue Mandalorian, Noxus, Excipitor, Firmax, Dr. Link, Clueless One, Schizoido, Likes a Bath, Welch, Kievo, Finding Texas Aggie, Gunner, Mighty Croc, Unimatrix, Sit Down and Be Wrong, The, <laughs> <laughs> the Web, Ballabomb, King0101, D-Chesty, NomNom, Garf1, Primal Fear, Medic213, Medic. 213, Medic uh medic 213 read that one dark knight hypnofly Stratoblaster, pixelate lost in buddy and jt minus 10 days for scopely to break stfc.space thank you for contributing ten dollars or more to talking trek a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere i am your friendly neighborhood cat person ultimate djs for star trek fleet commands official podcast saying meow for now love you mean it catch you on the next one have a great night everybody meow pieces Woosa, woosa, woosa.